0: This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN.
1: The NASCAR Winston Cup Series runs today on a brand new racetrack and a packed house is on hand for the first running of the Protection 1 400. Hi everybody, I'm Joe Moore along with Barney Hall, welcome to the new Kansas Speedway. We're just outside Kansas City today at the newest, nicest speed plant in all of NASCAR. And coming to a new racetrack is exciting for everybody, especially when it's as nice a racetrack as this place is. But Barney, it's also a big challenge. Several teams did test here, the track was open on Thursday for additional testing, but no. One has actually raced here, so
2: there's still a lot of questions about how they'll race on this track. Well, we thought after the Bush race yesterday that a lot of guys would learn exactly, well, not exactly, but at least have a general idea what kind of setup they needed to put in the car. That's not been the case. It is a new racetrack, and it's got a lot of teams scratching their head this morning as to what do we need to do and do we have the car like we need it to race and maybe win today. The Winston Cup Championships, another factor that will play well here this afternoon. Far from being settled, but today's race could help or hurt Ricky Rudd's chances to catch Jeff Gordon. Now, he's picked up points on him the last two straight races. He'd like to do with the same thing again today the patriotism we saw last weekend with the fans and crews and everyone up at Dover, Delaware, still very evident, very strong here this weekend at the new Kansas Speedway.
1: It is a spectacular Sunday afternoon here at the Kansas Speedway as we get ready to run the Protection 1400 here today. As we told you, a lot of the drivers have been out to test here already. They had all day long Thursday to work and get their setups dialed in for the racetrack. And, Barney, I guess the biggest concern coming into this race, just like at Chicagoland Speedway several weeks ago, was would that outside lane work in? And I think from what we saw in practice yesterday in the Bush Series race, it is beginning to work in.
2: Yeah, the last 40 laps yesterday in the Bush race, we saw quite a bit of guys moving to the outside over there in turns one and two and three and four. And I think we'll see probably the first hundred laps here, that groove will come in even more. We'll see some good racing.
1: At the Kansas Speedway closing in on the start of the 28th race of the year for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. The protection One 400. Three drivers failed to make the race. Ron Hornaday, Kyle Petty, and Rick Mast. Here's the 43
2: on the grid for today's event. 43rd will be Hut Strickland, the Hills Brothers Coffee Ford, Ralph Supermarket's Ford, Brett Bodine goes 42nd. Michael Waltrip will start 41st in the Napa Chevrolet. Kurt Busch goes off from 40th position in the Sharpie Rubbermaid Ford. The Oakwood Home Chevrolet with Joe Nemechek is the 39th starter. 38th, Jeremy Mayfield, a Mobile One Ford. Jasper Engines Ford with Robert Presley is 37th. Starting 36th is Ward Burton. He's in the Caterpillar Dodge. The Pennzoil Chevrolet with Kenny Wallace will go from 35th. Starting 34th, Robbie Gordon in the Lowe's Chevrolet. And the Georgia Pacific Dodge with Buckshot Jones is 33rd. Elliott Sadler starts 32nd in the Motorcraft Ford. And the Kodak Chevrolet with Kevin LePage is 31st.
1: Derek Cope has the CLR Ford starting 30th. 29th is Mike Wallace of the nation's rent Ford. Ken Schrader has the Pedigree Pontiac starting 28th. Todd Bodine is 27th. He's in the Kmart Blue Light Special Ford. Jeff Burton starts 26th in the Citgo Superguard Ford. Jerry Nadeau goes from 25th. He's in the UAW Delphi Chevrolet. 24th is Bobby Hamilton, the Square D Chevy. Mark Martin is 23rd, the Pfizer Viagra Ford. 22nd is Dale Earnhardt Jr., the Budweiser Chevrolet. And Dave Blaney has the Amoco
2: Dodge starting 21st. Terry Labonte is the 20th starter. He's in the Kellogg Chevrolet. Sterling Marlin starts 19th in the Coors Light Dodge. The UPS Ford with Dale Jarrett is 18th. 17th starter, Ryan Newman in the All-Tel Ford. The McDonald's Ford with Andy Houston is the 16th starter. 15th is Kevin Harvick in the GM Goodrich Chevrolet and the Kmart Ford with Jimmy Spencer is 14th. 13th position belongs to Matt Kenseth in the DeWalt Power Tools Ford. The Cheerios Dodge with John Andretti as 12th. And starting 11th is Rusty Wallace in the Miller Lite Ford.
1: Starting in 10th, Bobby Labonte, the Interstate Batteries Ford. 9th, Ricky Craven in the Tide Ford. Ricky Rudd has the Texaco Haviland Ford going from 8th. 7th, Tony Stewart. He's in the Home Depot Pontiac. 6th is Johnny Benson. 5th is Casey Atwood. Stacy Compton starts 4th. Bill Elliott 3rd. 2nd, Jeff Gordon. And on the pole, Jason Leffler. A surprise Bud Pole winner, Jason Leffler, after failing to make the race at Dover Downs last weekend, turned the fastest lap in Bud Pole qualifying on Friday afternoon. He was the 14th of 47 drivers to attempt to qualify for today's race. And now he's up front scoring his first ever Bud Pole. Jim Phillips of Newport, Tennessee, is with Jason Leffler.
0: And it's uh, 176.499 to Bud Pole winning speed. What does it mean, Jason, for a young driver like you to win a Bud Pole at a brand new racetrack?
3: I mean it means a lot right now you know uh, we missed the race last week in Dover but the, you know this Chip Ganassi Racing team bounced back and uh, we're here on the pole it's a pretty awesome feeling and uh, it's a one-lane track so um, it's gonna pay to start up front you know we're looking forward to the race. Okay realistically what kind of finish
0: can you muster today do you think?
3: Realistically we could win the race you know and but uh, I mean I'd be happy with the top 10 I mean I, I go into every race thinking I can win so we'll just see how it plays out.
0: First career bud pole for one young Jason Leffler miles per hour.
2: Jeff Gordon will start second today and if ever a driver and team had all the tools and talent to contend for a win every week, this combination is one of the best to come along in years. They're good on every track we run. Road course, short track, super speedway. Let's get his thoughts about this new super speedway and his chances to win today. Winston Kelly's with him.
4: And Barney, they're particularly good at new racetracks. A couple of wins in inaugural events. Five top five. So I guess you got to like your
3: chances for that second place qualifying run to tie into all that well i'd like to be on the inside uh, line there starting the race but yeah up front is a, a great place to be uh we, we've had a strong car all weekend long and i hope we can uh we can bring it home you know in, in, with a strong finish but uh track position is going to be really critical and uh here at the early stages i think that inside line is going to be real important and car's been working real good down there so uh hopefully we can get down there and go to work you mentioned the outside groove. Your new teammate, Jimmy Johnson, ran the Bush
4: Series race yesterday. Did you have a chance to talk to him to see if it is coming in?
3: Uh, I, I left a message because he had a good run. I was excited about that, but I uh, did not uh, get a chance to talk to him. Uh, I think some of the guys on the team did. Some of the adjustments we made, we can't We can't get too caught up in what the Bush guys do because there is a difference there. But uh, we, we have been getting a little bit of information back and forth between those teams, and it's been helping us. But I'm real comfortable with the changes that Robbie and the guys made on the DuPont Chevrolet and looking forward to getting this race going.
4: Well, if I was a betting man, I'd bet on him, but I'm not going to jinx him. Jeff Gordon rolls off
1: second here this afternoon. One distinction Jeff Gordon has here today, he's the only driver in anything other than a Dodge in the top five. You've heard from Jason Leffler, the others in the top five, Stacy Compton, Casey Atwood, and Bill Elliott, who goes from the third position. Of course, Bill won a bud pole earlier this year at the Daytona 500. Since that time, he's had a couple of situations where he's been in a position to win a race. But it hasn't come yet. His last win dates back to 1994. Bill starts in third. Adam Alexander is with him. Bill Elliott, no doubt, one of the classic veterans of the sport. You've had a lot
5: of laps at a lot of different racetracks. What do you think so far about making laps here at the Kansas Speedway, Bill?
6: Well, it's a it's a lot like Chicago. It's it's a lot like Kentucky. Uh, I tested one time at Kentucky, you know, and of course we run Chicago. You know, it's similar to some of the other racetracks we run. And but it's a nice laid-out racetrack. Uh, you know, like we said earlier in the week, it's going to be a little difficult to race on. It seems like all new racetracks or freshly paved racetracks are harder to race on. You know, Goodyear has to toughen the tire up a little bit to get it to last because of the fresh surface. But, you know, we'll see what the Dodge Dodge and Trafford will do here today. You've made several laps here this weekend, dating back to practice on Thursday. Have you seen the track change a lot over the last few days? Not a lot. You know, It's not as... I don't think it's as heat sensitive as some of the racetracks, but it's going to be a nice, cool day today, and we'll see what happens.
5: Five times Bill Elliott has started in the top five this season. Three of those resulting in top ten finishes. He'll start on the inside of row one here this
2: afternoon. Many people felt like that Bill Elliott would be the first one to put one of the Dodges in victory lane this year. And he did too, but it has not materialized. He's still looking for that win. Stacy Compton will start fourth today. This has been a great qualifying run for this team. But this team needs some good solid top five and top ten finishes. They've had only one top ten run all season long. Well, that changed today. Jim Phillips is with Stacy Compton.
0: Well, we got to address uh, one thing, Barney. Uh, Crews back back there working on your car, Stacy. Why?
3: Well, we uh, we heard something rattling this morning in the motor that wasn't uh, wasn't normal. And uh, when something's rattling at the bottom end, you don't know what it is. Best thing to do is change it and uh, check it when we get back to the shop. I'm not sure what it was. I uh, hate that the guys had to change it, but uh, we got a good we got a good motor. We're going to put in it. Um, they just scrambling right now because it's awful close to race time. But the Kodiak, Mellon Dodge is pretty good. Uh, get the motor changed and get all the bugs ironed out, we'll be okay.
0: Okay, your only top 10 this year is the first race, Daytona. Can you put it in the top 10 today with that start you've got?
3: Well, you know, with the last six or eight races... The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did
1: you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA, who
7: won't let you carve bell number 20 until you're long. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you.
6: Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places.
8: NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.
3: Races, we ran so much better. We ran in a top 10. We just couldn't capitalize on it. And hopefully today we got off a good race car. And uh, if this motor change and some other things didn't affect us, I think we can. Uh, we just got to have a little luck go our way. If we can have a little luck go our way, we got a good shot at it.
0: Got a lot of ifs, but he just wants some luck, guys. Ricky Rudd has been gaining on the championship
1: points situation in the last couple of weeks, as Barney mentioned earlier in the broadcast. At Richmond, he gained a lot. Last week at Dover, he gained a little bit, but he is closing in. Today, he starts in the eighth position. What about his chances of closing in even more on series point leader Jeff Gordon? Winston Kelly's with Ricky. Well,
4: Joe, he won that Richmond race, and I guess by all rates, rights, he probably should have won last weekend at Dover, continuing to gain in points. You like your chances for a win today because you know that's what you got to be going for.
2: Well, Winston, I think we're a good car. I, I really question that we're a winning car. We just can't seem to get enough front down force on these Fords here uh, to, to really stick the nose of the car like we like. We're okay, but I'd feel more comfortable if we, could, we got too much push in the car and we've worked and worked to get it out. And uh, I'm afraid we're going to be a little bit too tight today to, to challenge for, for a win. But, you know, you never know. You
4: started and finished third at Chicagoland, and this track is compared to it. Is the setup that similar?
2: Well, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure. I, I don't get too involved in the springs and the chassis. I know it seemed like we've, we have fought uh, a front-end push condition here uh, maybe a little worse than we fought in Chicago. And, again, we never did get the front-end a stick like I wanted it to. So, it's Chicago, we were able to. So, um, I, there must be as much differences. I would
4: imagine our setups are a little different. Ricky Rudd continuing to chip away at that championship lead of Jeff Gordon's.
2: He'll roll off eighth here this afternoon from Kansas. Matt Kenseth will start from 13th position, and believe it or not, this is the best he's qualified this year. He has qualified 13th one time before. In fact, it's been a very disappointing year to really tell the truth for this team. At times, they've raced strong, but only once have they finished top five. They really need a good run today. Can they get it? Adam Alexander is with Matt Kenseth.
5: Barney, only two top tens in the last ten races, but Matt, you told us yesterday this team's starting to sense some momentum. Do you have what it takes to go to the front here this afternoon?
4: (laughs) I hope so. Um, You know, since we unloaded here Thursday, our DeWalt uh, Taurus has been pretty fast. Uh, Kurt Busch and Mark and uh, Jeff Burton tested here and we use a lot of information off of their test and and our car seems to be driving really good so um, the guys did a lot of hard work on this car this was a car we took to Indy and uh, you know ran really well with it uh, before we had our problems and it came here and it's been fast so far too so I hope we can make it through the day and uh, have a good solid day and and get us a good finish
5: obviously two different race cars but you finished fourth yesterday in the Busch race how much of your knowledge from yesterday can translate to success today
4: Well, yeah, I always hope it will a little bit. You know, the two cars handle quite a bit differently, uh, you know, but I got a little bit more time on the track than than some of these guys, so hopefully that'll help us. That's Matt Kinza. He's been consistent,
5: qualifying 13th. He was ninth in happy hour. We'll see him on the racetrack later on this afternoon.
1: Matt Kenseth, one of several drivers who won races last season, still looking for a win in 2001. That last victory came at the Lowe's Motor Speedway last May. At the Kansas Speedway, closing in on the start of the Protection 1-400. We've been here, I guess, four days now uh, since uh, Thursday, getting ready for the running of today's race. And, Barney, one thing I think that's quite remarkable about the state of Kansas, I haven't seen a cloud in four straight days.
2: The weather's been absolutely gorgeous. In fact, it has, if you stop and think about it, for the last four weeks, four races we've had, actually, the last three races we've had, you couldn't have asked for better weather in the same situation here today.
1: Kind of on the cool side, temperatures in the mid to upper 70s expected for today. Again, a perfectly wonderful day weather-wise and a huge crowd on hand getting
2: ready for the start of the protection, 1400 400 Field working down the back straightaway, just heading over into three and four, getting ready to start. This time around, 267 laps of competition this afternoon for the best Winston Cup drivers in the world as they get ready to go at it here on the new Kansas Speedway and learn probably a bunch of stuff this afternoon. I
1: believe they'll be filling up those uh, notebooks uh, for next year's race here at the Kansas Speedway from what they learned here this afternoon. It's been a very good weekend for Dodge. They were great in the testing process out here on Thursday afternoon and Budpole qualifying for the top five starters are Dodge. Jeff Gordon's in a Chevrolet. He's on the outside of row one. Here comes the field for the start and here's Barney
2: Hall for the start of the Protection 1 400. To tackle a brand new racetrack. Green flag goes in the air. Jason Leffler on the break, who started on the pole, pull, immediately pulls out front and immediately diving in behind him. He talked about getting single file as they work into the corner real quick with Jeff Gordon. He's able to pull it off. And there's trouble
9: in turn one. Casey Atwood turns around, slides up the racetrack and slams into the outside wall. Ricky Craven also spins. Problems for Sterling Marlin. He has to make a quick dive down to the grassy apron to avoid piling into the both.
2: Field will race back to the line, and they will immediately see the first caution flag of the afternoon as they come off turn number four when a problem occurred right in the middle of the field over in turns one and two on the start. Back to turn two. Marty, it
9: looked like it could have been even worse. What happened coming into the corner, first of all, the nose of Jeff Gordon Chevrolet kind of started to get out of shape, but he got it back in the line. Then on the outer lane of the racetrack, it looked like Stacy Compton was going to go around. He managed to get it back under control, but Casey Atwood was not so fortunate. He spun, he slammed the outside wall, damage to the right front of his car. We mentioned Sterling Marlin had to make evasive maneuvers to avoid piling into him. Also, by the time the field got to turn two, Ricky Craven, who had been fighting it and fighting it, He finally lost it and backed it up toward the outside wall as well. The only car that's still sitting in the banking in turn two is that of Casey Atwood.
2: So caution on the speedway immediately at lap one for a problem over in turn number two. We said a a Yesterday in the bush race, if you got out of the groove and got up very high up in what we call the marbles up there, you had a good chance of getting into the wall, and we see that very quickly. Today's broadcast, of Protection 1400, is brought to you under exclusive radio rights, granted by Kansas Speedway to MRN Radio, solely for the private, non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the express written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited.
1: Field works off turn number two as they head down the back straightaway. Jason Leffler leads Jeff Gordon, Bill Elliott, Stacy Compton and Johnny Benson.
8: Still gathering steam down the back straightaway. It is Jason Leffler in the lead as Gordon took a brief look to the inside. Now tucked in behind Leffler. Bill Elliott rides by himself in the third spot. Stacy Compton is in fourth. Johnny Benson in fifth They single file
2: off the corner. I'd say that accident on the first lap a moment ago is going to make everybody a little bit leery in the early going. They're going to feel this racetrack out and really not do some really hard racing until they make sure exactly what their car is going to do. They go back to turn Here comes Jeff
9: Gordon in second, closing up quickly behind Jason Leffler, the race leader of Carling's
2: Jason Leffler
8: continues to lead. Leffler bobbled a little bit over to the left. Gordon took a bright look. Just a slight look to the right side. Nothing doing there. Bill Elliott continues to ride in third. Good battle for the fourth spot. Stacey Compton has it. Johnny Benson wants it as they exit the turn. And right behind Johnny Benson, Ricky Rudd.
1: He starts closing in for the fifth position. Here goes Rudd down to the inside of Johnny Benson. Passes him at the start finish line. So Rudd advances one position. He's up into fifth. Kick
9: Benson back into the sixth spot. Then a gap of two more car lengths. Tony Stewart is. Now, here
8: goes a challenge for the lead. And it comes from Jeff Gordon, who got a great bite coming off of turn two. The crowd comes to their feet. Trouble off turn, turn two. Buckshot Jones spins around and makes contact with the outside wall.
2: He spins three times down the back stretch. Everyone else dodging left and right to get around the car of Buckshot Jones. They'll see the caution flag when they race back to the line. The leader now is Jeff Gordon, taking it away, going down the back straightaway from Jason Leffler. Again, let's go back to turn two. Coming up off the bottom of turn two, the
9: blue and white dodge of Buckshot Jones spun, slapped the outside wall. He Kept it in the outer groove of the backstretch, then lost control again. It went around two more times, slid down to the apron of the racetrack.
1: Everyone else dodging every which direction to get around Buckshot, who has since driven away. Backed into the outside wall there on the back straightaway. Buckshot Jones now dropping off the banking, headed down the pit lane to see if they can repair the damage to that car. Looks like the left front of the machine is pretty well damaged as well. Did have a change for the lead. Jeff Gordon made the move by Jason Leffler. So Gordon takes control here on lap number nine. Leffler falls back in line on the second spot. You've got Bill Elliott third, Stacy Compton fourth, and Ricky Rudd now running in the fifth position. Two cautions early in the running of the protection 1-400. One-to-go signal is displayed here at the Kansas Speedway. One lap before we get him back under green after just 11 laps have been complete. Under that caution, a couple of guys came down pit road in front of Adam Alexander.
5: Jerry Nadu came in, took on right-side tires and 76 racing gasoline. Fuel only for the Jasper Motorsports machine of Robert Presley. And also in on this end of pit road was Michael Waltrip. Buckshot Jones continues to sit idle. They're fixing the toe in, also taping up some cosmetic damage. Of course, Buckshot Jones, the reason for this most recent caution.
2: Jeremy Mayfield's been on pit road a couple of times also. And he will go back onto the racetrack. They'll take the green this time. By they'll go green at lap 12. Jeff Gordon is the leader. Jason Leffler will ride second. Bill Elliott's third. Stacy Compton will restart fourth. Ricky Rudd is fifth. Sixth is Johnny Benson. Seventh is Tony Stewart. Rusty Wallace is eighth. Bobby Labonte is ninth. Kevin Harvick is tenth. And. Matt Kenseth would be 11th, then Ryan Newman 12th, Dale Jarrett 13th, Dave Blaney 14th, and Mark Martin make up the top 15. A
1: couple of guys have picked up a lot of ground. Mike Wallace started back in the uh, 39th position. He's up to the 18th. I'm sorry, he was 29th is where he started. He's up to the 18th spot already. And Kurt Busch, who had to start on a provisional position, he's now up to the 32nd position. A couple of quick movers in the early running here this afternoon. Jeff Gordon brings the field back down to the line. Green flag about to wave here, and they're back at it in the Protection 1-400. Gordon hugs the inside lane of the racetrack. Jason Leffler goes with him. Here's Bill, Bill Elliott going even lower into the corner, trying to make a move. Elliott
9: tries to get a run up alongside of Leffler to challenge for the second position, but he can't get it done. He has to fall back in line. Kevin Harvick gets picked out of the racing room to the high side, back in
8: seven. Jeff Gordon in the lead, putting the clean air to his advantage, starts to stretch out over Jeff. Jason Leffler by about two to
2: three car lengths. Bill Elliott still rides in third. It's nose to tail
8: for the fourth spot. From Stacy Compton and Ricky Rudd. Tony Stewart here outside of Rusty Wallace. You
2: know, you got Tony pinned on the outside out there. He's got nowhere to go as he tries to tuck back in. And Rusty Wallace gets underneath him. And also getting underneath him going into the corner is Bobby Labonte. They go to two. And Tony Stewart slides all the way back to the tenth position.
8: Finally, he's able to get back into line. Problems for Stacy Compton. His car slides up out of the racing groove coming off turn two. Several cars get by Stacy Compton. Then Ricky Rudd got by. Johnny Benson did. So did Kevin Harvick and Rusty Wallace. So too did Bobby Labonte. So Stacy Compton coming off of turn two lost at least five positions.
1: Compton was running in the fourth position. Also Matt Kenseth had a problem off turn two. He was running 17th. Both cars struggling, falling back for the field. Here is Kenseth dropping off the banking, coming in to make a stop to pit road. They got a
4: cut tire. They're not sure exactly which one it is, but here comes Kenseth in the DeWalt forward. He's weaving the car back and forth trying to get a feel for which tire it might so the crew's going to go to work on the right side of the car. They'll probably go ahead and change off. No, they're going to change just right side tires, so it's a cut right side tire for Matt Kenseth.
2: Tough break for Matt Kenseth, who really needs some good finishes. Here's Bill Elliott, we said a moment ago, trying to make a run. This time he gets a good one off turn number four, and he will dive underneath Jason Leffler and move into the number two position as they head for one. Leffler slides back into third, checking further back in the field. Further problems for Stacy
9: Compton. Moments ago, Ryan Newman went around him for the ninth position when he did, they made contact, and now Compton has slid all the way back toward the tail end of the top
8: 20. Best battle on the track down the back stretch would be for 7th between Rusty Wallace and Bobby Labonte. Labonte made it interesting down the back stretch, putting his nose underneath the rear bumper of Wallace. Wallace trying to streak away, now off of turn 4. Here's Jeff Gordon
1: showing the way by about 7 car lengths over Bill Elliott, who now has the second spot. Jason Leffler has fallen to 3rd, Ricky Rudd is 4th, and Johnny Benson is 5th. Kevin Harvick goes
9: 6th, Rusty Wallace is 7th, Bobby Labonte is 8th, The gap of 10 our Back to Ryan
8: Newman at 9th. Tony Stewart rounds out the top 10. A Dale Jarrett would be in the 11th spot. Sterling Marlin is in 12th. Right behind him is Mark Martin, Andy Houston, and Terry Labonte. Terry Labonte looking pretty strong through the corners, putting a couple of tires on the wide line. His Chevrolet handling very well through
2: turn 3 and 4. The has been about as quick as anybody has been Rusty Wallace. Rusty's picked up about 4 or 5 spots since they put him under green early this afternoon. When he catches somebody, he doesn't wait. He tries to put a move on him right then as he goes to turn 2. Rusty
9: is in the 7th position now,
2: trying to grab
9: the sixth spot away from Kevin Harvick. At the same time, Bobby Labonte is right behind Wallace.
8: Rusty Wallace sandwiched in between Kevin Harvick and Bobby Labonte. Those three cars, the trio, makes their way into turn three. Nose to tail. It is Kevin Harvick with a nose on his Chevy, dancing just a little bit as it exits. Into turn three, off of turn four, Rusty Wallace right on his tail.
1: Further back, Terry Labonte trying to make a move on the machine of Andy Houston coming off turn four. Labonte drives down to the inside of the racetrack, pulls alongside, going after the 14th position. Here comes Terry Labonte rushing back into turn number one. He completes the pass. He hugs the inside lane of the racetrack
9: and blocks any attempted move by Andy Houston to try to regain the position.
6: your hands.
4: From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com.
9: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing
8: Field makes their way through turn three and four. It is still Jeff Gordon in the top spot, but Bill Elliott is
2: closing the gap from second. Elliott's chopped off about maybe five or six car lengths the last three laps around. He's within three car lengths now of catching the leader as he takes him back down to turn one. Here comes Jeff Gordon's
9: multicolored Chevrolet. The red Dodge of Bill Elliott closes in even more in turn number two. Both cars right down next to the white line, now swinging
8: out wide on the backstretch. Freaking down the backstretch speeds approaching 180 miles an hour. It is Jeff Gordon in the top position, but it appears that Bill Elliott can enter into the corner earlier and really hug it down to the bottom of the racetrack and that's where he's making up the ground on Jeff Gordon. Gordon doing all he can to hold his line coming off turn four. Got to be realizing
1: that Bill Elliott is closing in now within about four car lengths the front two race down to turn one. Here comes Jeff Gordon back into the corner with Bill Elliott a couple of car lengths behind him
9: Elliott tries to find a way to reel in the race leader. For now he follows Gordon off turn two.
8: It's the classic scenario of horsepower versus handling Gordon's got the horsepower and Elliott's got the handling they both come into turn three again Elliott chops it down to almost one car length now on the leader Jeff Gordon they exit off of turn four headed to the strike
2: took Bill Elliott about 10 laps to get it done but he is the new leader as he got around Jeff Gordon just a moment ago so it's Bill Elliott Jeff Gordon Jason Leffler Ricky Rudd and Johnny Benson the top five Bill Elliott's pulling away right now in fact he's opened up a lot of daylight a little over one and three tenths seconds his advantage on the second place machine of Jeff Gordon over in turn two. Here comes Elliott now working his way off the corner, checking
9: further back, keeping an eye on Sterling Marlin. He was one of the cars that almost got swept up in that first caution of the day. He has worked his way up into the top 15. He comes across turn two. He's challenging Mark Martin on the back stretch for the 14th spot.
8: Challenging and challenging hard. In fact, Mark Martin will concede the position. He moves over to the left and lets Sterling Marlin by. So gives Sterling Marlin the spot as Mark Martin tucks back into
1: line off of turn four. Even further back, Jimmy Spencer picks up the 26th spot going down to the inside of Kevin LePage. Leaves the lane open. Here comes Jeff Burton also making the move to the inside of Kevin LePage. Closer to the front, just in front of them, Dale Earnhardt Jr. now going to work on Todd Bodine. Pulls to his inside in turn one. Trying to take over the 18th spot, and he does. Back into turn number one, Dale Jr.
9: completes the pass. He's an 18th. Now Todd Bodine slides back into 19th, just in front of
8: Ward Burton. Dale Jr. looks ahead, and he'll see the car of Mike Wallace, and Mike Wallace is going over Andy Houston. Andy Houston comes into turn three, keeps his McDonald's car down low. Mike Wallace right hot on his heels, and Dale Jr. completes the trio, headed back
2: to the strike. That is a good scramble as they work their way off the corner and cross the start-finish line, going back into turn number one. Mike Wallace would like to gain another spot, and Earnhardt Jr. would like to go with him. Let's see if they can pull it off. They go to one.
9: This going on from 16th position on back. Andy Houston has the spot. Here comes Mike Wallace now, rooted down to the inside of Houston's Ford, and the drag race is on down the backstretch. Who
8: will win that drag race into? turn three. Right now it will be Mike Wallace who should have the preferred line into turn three. Andy Houston, nothing he can do working that middle groove. Backs out of it just a little bit. Now he is side by side with Dale Jr. who's riding that low groove off of turn four.
1: So Mike Wallace gets the 16th position. 17th spot goes to Dale Earnhardt Jr. as he slips by Andy Houston. Ward Burton pulls up at the Caterpillar Dodge. Now he goes to work on Houston in turn one. Trying to grab that 18th position away from Houston. At the same
9: time Andy trying to not slide further back in the running order. But here comes Ward Burton he has a fender up alongside.
8: We heard the driver say the way to pass here is to really come off the corners good. Right now, Andy Houston just is not doing that. He's losing spots. Ward Burton will get by. Now Jimmy Spencer will challenge to his inside. Right behind him is Todd Bodine and
2: Jeff Burton. Now remember, Spencer got caught up in that accident real early. They had to make a, a couple of pit stops, do a little sheet metal work on the car, so he had to restart way back toward the tail end of the field, but he's obviously got a very good car the way he's coming up through traffic. 32 laps on the board. Bill Elliott leads. Jeff Gordon second. Jason Leffler is third. Ricky Rudd rides a strong fourth. Johnny Benson is fifth. Rusty Wallace continues to march to the front. Rusty is now sixth. Bobby Labonte is very strong in the early going. Bobby is seventh. Kevin Harvick's eighth. Ryan Newman is ninth. And Tony Stewart make up the top ten. Bill's about to catch some traffic on the back straightaway.
8: Coming down the back stretch, it is. Bill Elliott looking over to the left. The first car would be Derek Cope. Derek Cope does not put up much of a fight, so Bill Elliott gets along by. And We, we heard yesterday in the Bush race, the leader said, if you Getting that clean air if you can get up front. You can run all day and run strong. And that's the advantage Bill Elliott is enjoying right now.
1: Here he comes now off turn fourth for the tri-oval. He has cleared Derek Cope's car, now closes in on Jeremy Mayfield. Here comes Elliott, back into the corner,
9: starts to dive down low. Mayfield slides up about a half groove and leaves the door open. So race leader Bill Elliott tries to put Mayfield a lap down.
8: Elliott looks great and smooth, coming off of turn two and down the back stretch to the inside of Jeremy Mayfield. So Elliott passing a car a lap here. He's putting Jeremy Mayfield a lap down, Derek Cope a lap down. Uh, Jeff Gordon still has yet to get
2: around Derek Cope. At the Kansas Speedway, Bill Elliott really setting a blistering pace just about every car he's running up on in the tail end of the field, Joe Moore. He's putting him a lap down. Yeah,
1: he's already picked up two and a half seconds of a lead over second place, Jeff Gordon. Last time Elliott led was at Michigan, where the Dodgers wound up winning here several weeks back. And Bill has been good just about every time he's gone to first-time racetracks. Checking the record books, he has the most top tens of any driver in inaugural races. Six times he's finished in the top ten. Right now, he's looking good in the early stages of today's race. Let's check down on Pit Road and see what uh, maybe some of the drivers say and the crew chiefs. Jim Phillips, any surprises about uh, what the guys are finding out about their cars early in this race?
0: No, Joe. It's about like we had yesterday. Uh, A lot of these cars uh, do not want to turn in the middle of the turn just like they want them, and then the the driver makes the turn on the wheel, and then the back end wants to come around and gets loose off the turn. Uh, That's the reason Gordon at this point in the race Did not race Elliott that hard. Uh, He just basically let him go early so he can adjust a little bit more in his car. He said uh, it's a little bit tight right now, but uh, they should be able to loose you up for later
2: on. Bill Elliott's just put the 34th place car a lap down. That would be Elliott Sadler. Let's check in with Winston Kelly.
4: Well, Barney, it's almost a carbon copy of what we had early in the race yesterday. Virtually everybody that's got a problem on the midsection of pit road is tight with a couple of exceptions. Jeff Burton just a little bit loose. Same thing for Dale Earnhardt Jr., but other guys up and down the row, even those that are gaining positions like Dale Jarrett, who's up in the 11th position. He's a little bit tight off of three and four. Johnny Benson, just a tick tight, even though he's gained a position. Bill Elliott reports that his car is very good. No surprise there. Same thing for Sterling Marlin who started 19th and is working his way toward the top 10. You mentioned that Derek Cope went a lap down early. They think they either dropped the cylinder or possibly have a plug wire loose on his CLR machine. So Derek Cope looking for that early caution flag in hopes that he's just got a plug wire loose.
1: Here is uh, Buckshot Jones coming back down the pit lane. He was involved in a crash back on lap number 8 coming back once again to service that car. Let's go to Adam Alexander.
5: Right side tire is going to go on Buckshot Jones' car. In fact, they think that was a problem, a tire going down on the right side. They're also going to take this opportunity to make a wedge adjustment on the left rear of the Buckshot Jones machine. On this end of pit road, Joe, Jeremy Mayfield, probably the biggest disappointment, already a lap down. He's complaining of being extremely tight in traffic. Also tight on this end of pit road, Robbie Gordon and Jerry Nadu. Robert Presley says he's a little bit loose, and also loose on this end, Michael Waltrip, Kevin LePage, Mike Wallace, and Jerry Nadeau not saying much on the radio. They're
2: happy at this point in the race. Sixth place could change real quickly as it works over to turn two. Here comes the sixth place car,
9: Rusty Wallace, and Bobby Labonte is breathing down his neck on the backstretch.
8: Side by side, wheel to wheel, down the backstretch. Labonte looks at the inside. Rusty Wallace does not want to give up the position. They're still door to door coming in turn three and turn four. Rusty Wallace will test the waters the outside groove makes it all the way off of
1: turn four. Bobby Labonte makes the run down to the inside, trying to grab the sixth spot from Rusty Wallace at the stripe. Wallace by a couple of inches, but Bobby still on the job down low in turn one. Here comes Wallace's blue and white Ford back into the corner. He drives
9: it deep into turn one, but cannot get down fast enough to shut off the inside lane. So again, here comes the Pontiac of Bobby Labonte.
8: Still gathering steam is Bobby Labonte coming off the corner, but not
2: does not have
8: quite the run he had the lap before. Rusty Wallace proved that there is groove in that middle groove from turns three and four. He still holds down the sixth position.
2: Uh, He's he's been racing real hard in the early going and he has been doing most of it. What passing he's done in the outside lane. That's where Rusty is right now as Bobby Labonte runs him door to door. Let's pick that one up again. It's a good one back in turn two. Here's Rusty
9: up high. This time he's going to lose the sixth position. Bobby Labonte with the preferred groove down low. Flashes by completing the pass by the time they reach the backstretch.
8: Uh, Bobby Labonte is pulling away behind or in front of Rusty Wallace. battle for second in a good one between Jeff Gordon and Jason Leffler. Leffler has been hunting him down lap after lap. A
1: little further back you've got uh, Terry Labonte moving up once again he goes to the outside lane, getting by the uh, machine of Dave Blaney also uh, it is Dale Earnhardt Jr. climbing the banking off turn number 4 making the move coming back down to the start finish line. We've completed 47 laps in the protection one 400. We've so far had two lead changes among three drivers. Two caution flags already here this afternoon. Let's take a quick look at the Napa leaderboard. Bill Elliott is the race leader, now by three seconds over Jeff Gordon. Jason Leffler is third, Ricky Rudd is fourth, Johnny Vinson is now in fifth. Sixth is Bobby Labonte, seventh is Rusty Wallace, Kevin Harvick runs eighth, Ryan Newman is ninth, and tenth is Sterling Marlin. Tony Stewart runs in 11th, 12th is Mark Martin, 13th is Dale Jarrett, 14th Terry Labonte, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 15th, 16th is Dave Blaney, Ward Burton is 17th. 18th Jerry Nadeau, 19th Todd Bodine, and Jeff Burton runs in 20th. The caution flag is flying for the third time. Again, an incident in turn two. It was the car of Jimmy Spencer running back near the tail end of the field,
9: Joe. Coming into turn one, he got up into the outside lane of the racetrack, not where he wanted to be, and the car just kept on going up the 15 degree banking, slapped off the outside wall, and he has since driven
2: away. Don't think there's any doubt we're going to see pit road full of cars here in just a moment. Green flag goes back in the air. Bill Elliott comes back up on the gas and heads off into turnable one, followed by Jeff Gordon and the rest of the field as they swing down to turn number one, lap traffic to the inside. Not going to be a factor this time.
9: Jeremy Mayfield's car, Matt Kenseth's car, the first two in line in the lap line of traffic. Bill Elliott quickly
8: Two car breakaway down the back stretch. It is Bill Elliott showing the way. Jeff Gordon, only about a car length and a half off his rear bumper. The third spot would be Ricky Rudd. Jeremy Benson in the fourth spot, making things very interesting. Pressuring Rudd off of
1: turn four. At the Kansas Speedway, MRN Radio bringing you live coverage of the Protection 1 400 this afternoon. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. There's a change for the lead in front of Dan Hubbard.
8: Jeff Gordon wanted the lead. He wanted it back in a hurry to the inside of Bill Elliott. Jeff Gordon is your new leader at Kansas. At Kansas, Bill Elliott goes back to second. Ricky Rudd in
2: Jeff Gordon made a bold move going into turn number three to grab the lead away, and now he's pulling away from Elliott by a couple of car lengths. They're stacked nose to tail, four deep as they go off into turn one. Here's
9: Elliott in that second position now. His car flares wide. Here comes Ricky Rudd to the inside. Rudd has
8: plenty of room down low to challenge the second. So Ricky Rudd will take over the second spot from Bill Elliott. Elliott now riding in third, but he's under pressure from Johnny Benson. Top four cars, nose to tail, tight quarter racing. Ricky Rudd will make a challenge for the lead off of turn four. Ricky
1: Rudd dives in low off turn number four, goes after Jeff Gordon, gets the advantage of the stripe. Ricky Rudd takes over on lap number 57, but Gordon is still on the job in turn one.
9: But Rudd is still hooked up down low. He's been strong at the bottom of the racetrack in turns one and two. Here he comes again, but this time Gordon even stronger coming off the top side of the outside
8: of turn two. The two drivers involved in the points chase are now chasing each other down the back stretch of Kansas. Jeff Gordon has got the point. Only by half a car length over Ricky Run. Bill Elliott looks down low from the first spot. Johnny Benson still a very close four.
2: Just a couple of car lengths between first and second. No distance at all between third and fourth as they work back into the line. Rusty Wallace has been shaken out of that four car scramble up in the front. Well not really shaken out but he's fallen back a bit as they go over to turn two. Let's see if Rusty can regain some momentum this time by. He's back in the fifth position directly ahead he has
9: johnny benson in his line of sight
8: matt kenseth in the sixth position is trying to join that front group so far its nose to tail racing into turn three jeff gordon the man in control now pressuring run right again. Elliott handling very well through turns three and four.
1: Here they come now, charging off turn four, back to the line. Jeff Gordon back out in front by a couple of car lengths over Ricky Rudd. Bill Elliott closing in quickly. Also, Rusty Wallace trying to get to become a part of this party. He's in the fifth spot now, chasing him down. He goes by to the inside of Johnny
2: Benson. Well, we got problems the- off turn number four. Looks like Kurt Bush has spun his car, just coming out of the corner. Goes all the way out on the grassy area, and the yellow flag will be displayed once again here at the Kansas Speed didn't see what started that spin but he come flying down the front stretch as they race back to the line Ricky Rudd's going to try and lead him back and be the leader. Here he comes down to the line exactly almost a dead heat. That's going to be a photo deal there as to who led that one.
1: And the camera says Ricky Rudd led it. It was just by inches as he beat Jeff Gordon back to the line so Rudd takes over the top spot for the second time here this afternoon. Gordon runs second, Bill Elliott third, fourth Rusty Wallace, and fifth now Johnny Benson. Kurt Busch has had a bad weekend already, Barney. He crashed uh, one of his cars uh, earlier in the weekend in uh, the practice and qualifying sessions. Had to go to a backup car. Uh, That was was actually the qualifying run on Friday afternoon when he crashed. He uh, now is out, uh, was working his way back up through the field and is in trouble here on lap number
2: 60. I don't know if he made any contact or not. Robbie Gordon was right behind him, but you couldn't really tell if they touched. But nevertheless, he spun the car, and that is why we're under yellow. Green is in the air. Ricky Rudd sets sail for turn number one. Jeff Gordon just about a half a car length behind him. Bill Elliott doesn't want to get shaken out of that chase either. He goes with him down to turn one. Here comes Ricky Rudd, the leader. He clears
9: Matt Kenseth, the first lap car to the inside. Now Matt slides up at the line, separating the leader
8: from second place, Jeff Gordon. Ricky Rudd got a great restart. Down the backstretch he comes, and he does have the lap machine of Matt Kenseth between himself and Jeff Gordon. Bill Elliott now coming up to speed. He's right on the rear bumper. Gordon. Behind him is Rusty Wallace,
1: there's the Matt Kenseth making a run at Ricky Rudd, trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap. You'll get a little drafting help from Jeff Gordon, who's also looking at this thing for himself. He's going after the lead in turn one. All the
9: traffic stacking up to the inside of Ricky Rudd. Gordon goes by for the lead. Rudd moves down, tries to
8: slam the door on
9: Bill Elliott, but here comes Elliott trying to challenge for second.
8: Ricky Rudd not coming off of turn two very well at all, and Bill Elliott will get the good run down the back stretch, down to the inside. He'll bring Rusty Wallace with him, so Rudd now he was leading the is now riding in the fourth position.
2: A lot of these drivers know what's at stake for Ricky Rudd. They're going to press him to the very limit knowing that he can't really get that too aggressive, although knowing Ricky sometimes he can, running for the Winston Cup Championship. Good scramble going into turn one. Scramble is for the second position.
9: It didn't last for long. Rusty Wallace blasting by to the inside of Bill Elliott. So move
8: Wallace up into the second spot. For the time being, Jeff Gordon is your leader. Right in front of Gordon is Matt Kenseth, who got his lap back. Rusty Wallace is wasting no time at all, closing the gap between himself and Jeff Gordon. Put it at about four car lengths. For
1: the back, you've got the machine of uh, Johnny Benson, uh, Kevin Hart, Carvick, Sterling Marlin They're from the fifth spot on back trying to make up some room. Here's Jason Leffler trying to get by some slower traffic. To the outside is Elliot Sadler. He'll clear that car. And now Tony Stewart tries to make that move in one. Here comes Stewart. He's
9: down to the inside of Elliott Sadler. Manages to clear his car. So Stewart, who rides
8: in the ninth position, moves on to the backstretch. Tony Stewart has that position, but Ryan Newman is hot on his heels. Only about two and a half car lengths off as Newman clears Elliott Sadler down to the bottom of the racetrack. Ryan Newman still chasing down.
2: At the front of the field, Jeff Gordon leads Rusty Wallace by five car lengths. From Rusty back to third place, make it about three car lengths and a couple of car lengths from there on back between the first, second, and third place cars as they get tighter over in turn two. Bill Elliott has that third position. Rick one, one car cut. in the wall in front of you, Kurt Becker?
9: Actually the car. two. Ward Burton is into the wall and also the car of Todd Bodine is involved. Burton's car. Heavy damage to the right side. And also Bodine, the right side of his Ford, is all banged up as well and smoking heavily down along the apron in turn number one.
2: Yeah. This may be a day of yellow flags here at the new Kansas Speedway. This is the fourth one of the afternoon. Lap 67. It is displayed to the field. Back to turn two. A couple of battered machines. One the Dodge of Ward Burton. The
9: other the Ford of Todd Bodine. Both made contact on the high side of the racetrack and kissed the outside wall. Burton was able to continue as far to turn number two. Looked for a moment like he would drive away. Now he has come to rest right in the middle of the banking and Todd Bodine's car is setting crossways at the bottom of the racetrack right along the inside lane of turn two. So heavy damage
1: to both machines. Both cars are running pretty well too. They were racing for the twelfth position at the time of the crash as they get together up in the corner. It looks like both cars may be done for the day.
2: Field forming up for a restart here as they work up into turn three and four. Jeff Gordon has had a very strong car in the early going. Rusty Wallace has had a very strong car. Bill Elliott certainly has. He's led a great deal of this. Ricky Rudd's been up there and been in the thick of things since they put them under green earlier here this afternoon. They are the top four as they work their way off the corner and get ready to come down looking for the green flag. Gordon holds them back until they're only a three or 400 feet away from the line. Then he comes up through the gearbox as a green goes in the air and they take off for turn number one. Can they catch him? Can they get around him? Catching him one thing, getting arounds another. They go to two. Chevy,
9: Ford, and Dodge occupy the top three spots. Here comes Gordon Chevrolet chased by Rusty Wallace's Ford. Chased by Bill Elliott's Dodge heading onto the back stretch.
8: Top three cars have cleared the lap traffic. Here comes the move from Rusty Wallace from the second spot. He pulls out of line, takes away the inside groove, and Rusty Wallace is the new leader of Jeff Gordon is second, Bill
1: Elliott in third. Here's Bill Elliott wanting to make the move as well. He drops to the low side of the track in turn four, goes out. After Jeff Gordon and passes him at the start finish line. Elliott moves to second now here comes Ricky Rudd. Trying to take the third position away from Jeff Gordon who's desperately scrambling to get
8: down to the bottom of the racetrack to slam the door. Rudd has to get back in the line. He's still fourth but here goes Rudd again. It looked like Gordon was going to pull away in the middle of the corner but Rudd closed the gap once more is not strong enough to beat him to turn three so for the moment Jeff Gordon will ride in the third spot. Rusty Wallace trying to pull away in the lead.
2: Everybody hugging the bottom of the racetrack and then they ring real wide when they come off turn number four. Rusty leads. Bill Elliott's second. Jeff Gordon's third. Fourth right now is Ricky Rudd. Fifth would be Johnny Benson. Benson may have his hands full holding on to that spot as they go over to turn two. Here comes Kevin Harvick. He's in the sixth position
9: bypassing the lap car of Joe Nemechek. Having done that, he has a clear line on Johnny Benson
8: again watching that fight for fifth. It belongs to Johnny Benson, but Kevin Harvick is looking to take it away. Trouble off
9: turn two. It's the car of Stacey Compton. He spins off the corner, slams into the outside wall. Heavy
2: damage to the right rear of Compton's machine. Caution comes onto the field for the sixth time this afternoon. The yellow flag will be displayed at lap number 81. Back to turn two. Well, Barney, so often today,
9: if the problem didn't happen in the middle of one and two, it has happened off of turn two heading on to the backstretch. That's just what happened with Stacy Compton. He spins, working his way off the corner. A big cloud of smoke
1: comes up and by the time the smoke disappears Compton's Dodge has a lot of damage to the right rear side. Compton started off very well here this afternoon in hopes of having a good finish in this race but looks like it's just been all trouble for him. He was also involved in that uh, first crash on the very first lap Stacy started in the fourth position here today. We've had eight lead changes, that is eight lead changes among five drivers so far. Six cautions have waived for a total of 23 laps in today's race. Uh, Jason Leffler started on the bud pole, led eight laps Bill Elliott, Jeff Gordon, Ricky Rudd, and Rusty Wallace have all led the race since that time. Rusty taking over the lead most recently. It's Rusty, Bill Elliott, Jeff Gordon. That's the top three. Kevin Harvick is fourth. Sterling Marlin now runs in fifth. Let's say taking you further back. You've got Jason Leffler, Mike Wallace, Ryan Newman, and Bobby Labonte all in the top ten now. This mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to MBNA.com. Or when you attend a Winston Cup or Busch Series race, stop by the familiar MBA green booth and mention MRN for a second free gift just right. for applying.
2: Of looking to see who was pull- pulling out to dive on the pit road not a whole lot of takers but a few cars in elliot sadler's in jeff burton is on pit road dave blaney is in the pits let's go down to weston kelly
4: jeff burton's crew working on the right side of his car it's going to be a four tire stop they've been loose early on in the race but the car tightened up during that last run ken schrader on pit road they're going to make a track bar adjustment there they're going to raise it so his car still having a little bit of a handling problem a little bit tight as Jeff Burton down and away you mentioned Dave Blaney on pit road four tires and fuel there
5: Adam Alexander yeah Joe Nemechek was in right side tires only for him also in on this end of pit road Kevin LePage has made another stop Elliot Sadler was in and also in the machine of Michael Waltrip and Stacy Compton has also turned and made his way back to the Winston Cup
2: garage Jim Phillips
0: and we had a couple of cars down here. Barney, one is, is Ricky Craven back in to get more repairs and John Andretti has returned to the race. He makes the stop and goes back on the racetrack here at lap 82.
1: They're showing now 25 cars that are still on the lead lap. Let's take a look at the Napa leaderboard. Rusty Wallace leads. Bill Elliott is second. Jeff Gordon third. Ricky Rudd is fourth and Johnny Benson is fifth. Sixth is Kevin Harvick. Seventh is Sterling Marlin. Eighth is Jason Leffler. Ninth is Tony Stewart and tenth is Ryan Newman. Mike Wallace having a good day. He's in 11th. Mark Martin is 12th. 13th is Bobby Labonte. 14th is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jerry Nadu runs 15th. Terry Labonte is 16th. Dale Jarrett is 17th with Kenny Wallace in 18th. Andy Houston running 19th and Dave Blaney is 20th. 21st is Robbie Gordon. 22nd, Kurt Busch. 23rd, Robert Presley. 24th is Matt Kenseth and 25th is Michael Waltrip. Field still working under the caution flag now getting the signal of one lap to go before we put him back under the green flag here this afternoon. Along the way we've lost the cars of uh, Casey Atwood. He's out of the Race along with John Andretti. We just told you he's uh, come back into the event. Hut Strickland is out. Todd Bodine is out. Ward Burton is out, and now obviously Stacy Compton possibly done for the day.
2: Pace car leads the field up in turns three and four, about to move on to pit road, and we're set to go back to green. Rusty Wallace, who has shown a lot of strength in the car from the get-go when they drop the green, is getting better and better as the race goes on. He is the leader. Let's see what he can do as they come down to the line. Green goes back in the air. Good restart for Rusty. He's one of the best in the business on restarts. He'll get away from Bill Elliott by two or three car lengths, hoping that maybe one of the lap cars will get between him and second place.
9: His hope becomes a reality. Here's Bobby Hamilton's
8: lap car sliding
9: in the line behind leader. Rusty Wallace just in front of Bill Elliott.
2: Rusty
8: Wallace was pulling away before that last caution. Can he do it again? Right now he stretches out a lead of about four car lengths over the second spot of Bill Elliott. Elliott frustrated by the lap machine of Bobby Hamilton. Jeff Gordon right to
1: third. Ricky Rudd is fourth. Here's Bill Elliott now working down on the inside of the racetrack, getting by the lapped machine of Bobby Hamilton. Jeff Gordon still to accomplish that task. They're stacked up behind him. Ricky Rudd next in line as they go to turn one. Rudd is in the fourth position. Then a gap of two more
9: car lengths. Back to Johnny Benson in fifth. Kevin Harvick is sixth. And then lap traffic Stacking up double wide in front of Sterling
8: Marlin. Field makes their way off the corner to steal. Rusty Wallace showing the way. Jeff Gordon has cleared Bobby Hamilton. Now Ricky Rudd tries to accomplish that feat to the inside. He'll bring Johnny Benson with him. Gordon closing the gap from that third spot. Bill Elliott.
2: Robbie Gordon had a close call just a minute ago down in turns one and two. The car went flying in the corner, went right up the banking. He did a great job of keeping it off the wall, but he does, but he's lost a lot of positions. 86 laps on the board. Rusty Wallace at the front of the field now as he goes over to turn two, and this time he's pulling away.
8: Rusty Wallace looking very strong down that back stretch. Opens up the lead now to about six car lengths over Bill Elliott. Jeff Gordon in third, Ricky Rudd in fourth. Good fight for the fifth spot. This is between Johnny Benson and Kevin Harvick. They're dealing with the lap machine of Bobby Hamilton. Benson And Harvick knows the tail on the bottom groove.
1: Benson gets by first. Now Harvick has to go down to the inside lane. Also, a good race for the 10th position. They've been side by side for a full lap now. It is Mike Wallace and Tony Stewart. Mark Martin and Dale Earnhardt Jr. stacked up just behind them. Here comes Tony Stewart. He's working the inside lane, trying to scoot by to the inside of Mike Wallace,
9: leaving the lane open. Here comes Mark Martin. So Dale Earnhardt Jr.
8: Coming off the corner will be Mike Wallace and Mark Martin side-by-side. Dale Jr. almost pushing Mark Martin into turn three. Mike Wallace is working that middle groove, Still staying to the right side of Mark Martin. They're still wheel-to-wheel all the way around turn three.
2: That's the way they come off the corner. Now they may make them three deep. Earnhardt Jr. has thoughts to saying, let's see if we can race three wide here. But then he reality checks in, I guess you say, and he tucks back in behind him as they go back to turn one.
9: This going on from 11th position on back and now Mark Martin's car makes a bobble coming into the corner. He has to gather it back up,
8: but by the time he gets the handle on it, he loses five positions. Meanwhile, Mike Wallace, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Bobby Labonte continue to go at it. Hammering down the back stretch. Mike Wallace finally settles things down. Just in front of Dale Jr.,
1: because of that incident over in turn two Mark Martin has lost at least seven positions and may lose more they come back to the stripe he falls back in line just ahead of Kenny Wallace Rusty Wallace's lead, nearly a full second over Bill Elliott. Jeff Gordon runs in third. Ricky Rudd is fourth. Fifth is Johnny Benson. That's a good racing from fifth on back. Sterling Marlin and Kevin Harvick follow him up to turn one. Here comes Sterling Marlin, red, white, and
9: blue Dodge, hugging the inside lane of turn two, trying to close in behind Johnny Benson, trying to reel him in to
8: challenge for the fifth spot. Kevin Harvick could not get around Johnny Benson, so he kind of stepped out of the way and let Sterling Marlin buys up. Sterling, maybe you can do something with Benson. As they come into turn three, Marlin is pressuring Benson by a car length and a half off his rear bumper, but for the moment, Johnny Benson has the fifth spot nailed
2: down. Sterling Marlin's having a good run here this afternoon, currently in sixth position and trying to get a, up to the front of the field and see what he can do about leading this race if he can get there. Let's get a word out of his pit. Winston Kelly is there.
4: Well, Barney, started back in 19th position and charged up through the pack pretty good. Lee McCall, the crew chief. Calling out times to him. Lee, the car's a little bit tight early on. How is it now?
6: Uh, we started off just a tick loose on this run. We made a trap bar adjustment and uh but it's starting to come in now. It takes about five or ten laps for our car to come in and uh Right now, uh, the car's pretty good. That's the thoughts of Lee McCall, the crew chief
4: on Sterling Marlin's car, carrying a bit of a different color this weekend uh, with the red, white, and blue colors in difference to the Corps light car. So uh, Sterling Marlin started 19,
1: running six
4: is coming around for him.
1: Mike Wallace is also having a good race here today. He started uh, a little back in the field. uh, 29th 29th position. That's right. Thanks. And uh, now he's up to the 13th spot. Been among the top 10 practically all afternoon, but he's been called in the outside lane several times. Kurt Becker, I know you've seen uh, this battle going on from that position on back. He's been working the outside lane, but it's been working for Mike Wallace up there. It's worked very well for him, Joe, although he did lose a couple of positions. Got a little too wide at turns 1-2 and a couple of laps
9: ago and fell from 11th back into 13th. Now he has regained his momentum. He has settled down. He's got the car back under control, getting back around Terry Labonte, and now he will have to deal with some lap traffic in the form of Brett Bodine before he can challenge Bobby Labonte. They're on the backstretch.
8: Mike Wallace was trading the 11th position with Dale Earnhardt Jr., but as Kurt Becker said, Wallace couldn't hang on to that outside groove long enough, and Dale Jr. got by for the moment. Mike Wallace is sandwiched in between the lap machines of Brett Bodine with Terry Labonte hot on his bumper.
2: Sterling Marlin has j- just taken the position away from Johnny Benson and he moves into fifth as they work their way off turn number four and back into the straightaway. Talking about Mike Wallace, I have said for a lot of years, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me on this, a lot of people, car owners, I think, have missed the boat on Mike Wallace. I just feel like that he can win if he's in the right situation with a winning team. He's one of those drivers
1: who just cannot seem to get in the right situation. He he does a lot with what he has to work with. Look what he did when he went over to the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Won a lot of races over there because he had a good team. In the Winston Cup Series, at times this year, he's been good. But, of course, everybody knows this nation's rent team is uh, not as well financed as some of the uh, top Winston Cup teams and he has accomplished a good bit. Best finish member Daytona, the 500. He finished at the sixth spot down there. Ran up in the lead pack practically all the day and of course there's been a lot of uh, back and forth uh, situations that have plagued that operation throughout the course of this year already. He was out of the ride, then he was back in the ride. He stays for the rest of the year. They're not sure what's going to happen next year as far as sponsorship is concerned. So a lot up in the air. Matter of fact, they don't even have a crew chief right now. And for him to be running as well as he, uh, he is here today shows a lot about his determination and his ability.
2: Well, he's won in about everything he's ever raced. He's won in ARCA, he's won in Bush competition, and as you said, he's won in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. So he's proven that he can win, but he's having a great run here today, and he's having to do it by getting on top of that. A steering wheel showing in 14th position right now.
1: Hut Strickland is back on pit road. This is another team that is not real sure what's going to happen next year. The uh, word has been out recently that uh, Hills Brothers Coffee is reevaluating their deal with Don Donlevy's team, maybe looking elsewhere going into next season. I spoke to Philippe Lopez, the crew chief, here this morning, and he says they're trying to do as best they can with what they have to work with in this stage of the game. And Adam Alexander, they've had problems all throughout the course of this race today.
5: Well, without a question, Joe, and they're back on pit road. As you said, they've got the hood up, looking under there, also looking under the right side to see if they can find a problem in the Hills Brothers machine. They changed the transmission they lost third gear very early on today and right now continuing to look for a further
2: problem. Ricky Rudd's having a good run here this afternoon. Ricky's having to kind of tiptoe around this racetrack so to speak as he, as we have documented he has got a shot to win the Winston Cup championship it's, it's gonna be a long shot at best. He's more than 200 points behind Jeff Gordon, although he's picked up some points in the last couple of weeks. He didn't pick up that many last week, but he didn't lose any. At least he gained a few but he knows that uh, he's gonna have to have at least some top three finishes and maybe Jeff Gordon's gonna have to have another bed, bad finish somewhere if he's certainly gonna be up there and be a contender as they wrap up the last race of the year. But he's having a good run here today. He is in fourth position. Let's see if we can get a word out of his pit. I believe Jim Phillips has stepped in there.
0: Yeah, let's talk to his crew chief, Michael McSwain, to see what the story this is of Ricky Rudd. He's been up uh, around the top all day. As a matter of fact, he's, he's led some of this race. Last week, uh, probably had the best car, but the bad situation happened to him. That's your car, Michael, what, Rick, you're in fourth place right now. Can you step it up a little bit? Yeah,
4: we're a little bit loose, been a little bit loose all day. But the way the race went yesterday and the
0: way it looks like this track is, I think I'd rather be there than be a little bit tight. So we'll just tickle on a little bit, try to get a little better and put stop. I think Michael's proved he's uh, become one of the best crew chiefs in the business too, uh, Barney. And that's one of the reasons that Ricky Rudd is chasing the
2: Winston Cup championship. Yeah, they've got a good rapport between those two, good, good communication between them. And Ricky can tell him what he needs in the car, and Michael can put it in there for him. That is showing up today well. He currently is fourth. Rusty Wallace leads. Bill Elliott's second. Jeff Gordon's third. Ricky Rudd is fourth. And Sterling Marlin is fifth. The fans have been on their feet for the last three laps around, in a battle for the lead between Rusty Wallace and Bill Elliott has changed a couple of times. They're in turn three. I'll tell you, Rusty Wallace is a driver who does not want to relinquish the lead for any reason. Bill Elliott had a couple of good looks down to the inside. They were
8: side-by-side side for a while, but Rusty Wallace continues to
1: lead at Kansas. Elliott falls back in line about two car lengths behind Rusty Wallace, but still Kurt Becker. He's within striking distance. A couple of
8: laps ago, Elliott
9: managed to get underneath Rusty Wallace. Coming into turn number one, they stayed side-by-side side for what seemed like an eternity before Elliott had to fall back in the line. They're on the coming
8: Off the corner and down the stretch. is still Rusty Wallace by only a car length and a half over Bill Elliott. Now where Elliott really shines is coming off of turn four. He can really close the gap. He does it again as they exit turn four and headed to the
2: strike. He can keep him in sight, but they rode side-by-side side for a couple of laps around, but Rusty is one of those drivers that if there's any way he can put his car in front, that's exactly where it's going to be and he remains out there a couple of car lengths ahead. 111 laps complete. Rusty leads. Elliott second. Jeff Gordon's third. Ricky Rudd's fourth. Sterling Marlin is fifth. Johnny Benson is sixth. Kevin Harvick is seventh. Jason Leffler is eighth. Ryan Newman is ninth, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. just took tenth away from Tony Stewart two laps ago.
1: Today's race is the Protection 1 400 here at the Kansas Speedway, and Richard Ginsburg is the chief executive officer of Protection 1. Welcome to Kansas Speedway. What do you think about this place? Pretty amazing, isn't it?
10: Uh, we love this place. The fans are just fantastic. We've never seen so much spirit, and the facility is absolutely gorgeous.
1: Everybody is reacting the same way. This place is just fantastic. Tell us about Protection 1. What is Protection 1?
10: Uh, Protection 1 is a burglar and fire alarm company where the second-largest security company in the United States and one of the largest in the world. We provide alarm monitoring services to homes and businesses to about 1.3 million homes and businesses throughout the country.
1: Whose idea was it to use NASCAR as a marketing venue to uh, spread the word about Protection One? Uh,
10: we talked to our employees and we said, you know, what would you like us to do as far as marketing? Um, a campaign of television throughout the year or just one big event? And Hands down, we decided on one big event. And being in Kansas, how can we not do this? We're headquartered right here in Topeka, Kansas.
1: Oh, okay, that explains it Also, I imagine you have a lot of folks on hand here today at Kansas Speedway.
10: Uh, 200 employees in the stands are in Section 209 right
1: here cheering us. Where's Protection 1 available?
10: Um, about 60 markets throughout the country. Our largest states are Florida, Texas, and California.
1: All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we thank you a lot for your support of NASCAR Winston Cup racing here at this beautiful speedway. You picked a great place to kick off your involvement with NASCAR racing. Joe, thanks. We hope it's many years of partnership here. All we right. really enjoyed ourselves. Hope you get a lot of feedback from NASCAR fans for Protection One. Thanks so much. Thank you a lot. Richard Ginsburg, chief executive officer of Prot- for Protection One, the sponsor of today's race here at the Kansas Speedway.
2: Man, it's a great place to entertain customers, and they've got a lot of them out here this afternoon. That scramble at the front of the field has still been a good one, but let's uh, jump away from that for a second. Jason Leffler, who had been running up in the top ten most of the day on pit road, and let's follow his progress as he goes down into his pit and find out what's going on there.
0: And it comes to a sliding stop on his 114 for Jason Leffler, changing right side tires. Uh, a chassis adjustment on the right side. Second can of 76 fuels going in. Left side tires going on. Nothing unusual on the stop for Jason Leffler, the butt Pole winner.
1: Andy Houston also coming in to make a stop. This is the last run for the McDonald's Ford at PPI Motorsports. Let's go to Winston Kelly.
0: And they're going to make a track bar
4: adjustment on the McDonald's Ford. They're working on the left side of the car. Second can of 76 fuel going in for good years. And Andy Houston down and away with a slight track bar adjustment. They raised it one round, meaning the car a little bit tight.
2: And apparently Jeremy Mayfield says, whatever the problem is, we can't cure it on pit road. So the car goes to the garage area. We'll follow up there in a few minutes. But Jeremy Mayfield has taken his car back into the garage. 116 laps on the scoreboard. It is Rusty Wallace leading here this afternoon as he continues to set a pace that Bill Elliott is about the only car that can stay real close to him for the last 25 laps around. Back in third place is Jeff Gordon. Still riding fourth is Ricky Rudd. As they work across the line and head off into turn number one, Ricky Rudd closing in a little bit right now on Sterling Marlin or Sterling. And he are running very close together for fourth and fifth as they go over to turn two. Here comes Sterling
9: Marlin now. He's caught up behind the lap bar of Elliott Sadler. He's in fourth, Marlin is. He's on the backstretch.
8: How much of a problem will Sadler pose for Sterling Marlin? Not much at all. Sterling Marlin goes over to the left side of the backstretch and passes Sadler. Putting him behind him. Ricky Rudd does the job, but he does it the hard way to the inside of turns three and four. Still chasing Sterling Marlin.
1: A couple of cars on the lead lap making stops. Jerry Nadu was in. Terry Labonte has made his stop. Here now comes Jeff Gordon. Peeling off the banking, he was running in the fifth position. So we're about to see the start of green flag stops. Gordon rolls in slowly. Kevin Harvick comes in. He also was running in the top ten. Let's follow Jeff Gordon as he makes his way down pit road to the Depot team stop.
0: Here comes Jeff Gordon and his Chevrolet in the pits, slowly to stop. Terry Labonte just left the pits uh, with a regular stop. That was a, a regular stop for Jerry. Uh, Jason left for a minute ago. Kevin Harvick's also in in front of uh, Jeff Gordon. Left side tires going on the Gordon. Car second can of 76 field is in, down, away
2: 14.7 on the stop for Jeff Gordon. Rusty Wallace is in also as Bill Elliott follows him in along with Ricky Rudd and Johnny Benson and Tony Stewart to Winston Kelly. Bill Elliott's crew gonna
4: work on the right side of his Dodge, you're gonna make a four-tire change, No chassis adjustments for Bill Elliott. They swing around to the left side of the car. The changes are going to be a wedge adjustment for Johnny Benson. One round. He's still just a little bit tight as the crew swings around to the left side. Just under 16 seconds to stop for Bill Elliott. Vincent's crew working on the left side of the car. More cars in front of Jim Phillips.
0: We've got Tony Stewart in down here. Weston left side tires going on his car. He's got some damage to the left front fender on his car, which can hurt his aero package. Also in, as you said, Rusty Wallace is in. Ricky Rudd's getting a chassis adjustment. He's speeding back out onto the racetrack. Regular stops here at lap 120.
2: Kenny Wallace, who had stayed on the racetrack, was the leader. He gives that up, and he will come in and make a scheduled pit stop here. And these are routine pit stops, as Jim Phillips told you. They're scheduled for just about everybody, as most of the front of the field has been on pit road. Jeremy Mayfield went to the garage a few minutes ago. Let's see if we can get an update there.
5: Yeah, well, he's walking around surveying the Mobile One Ford, talking to some of the crew members here. Jeremy, can you tell us what's been wrong with the machine this afternoon?
0: I wish i knew. it was like that since we've been here. And, uh, first of all, you can't bring the... 98 model car that we brought here. It's a short track car that shouldn't has no business being here in uh, Kansas, and uh, can't come here and run with these guys like that. You gotta have the right stuff, and uh, unfortunately, I guess we didn't have a car ready or whatever, so we had to bring this one. It's a 10 car. It's one that uh, shouldn't be here. How much of
5: what happened today is a result of the the race team versus a very difficult racetrack?
0: Oh, that's not really the the racetrack's great. You know, they've, the awesome facility here. They've done a real good job on them. These guys here are working their butts off on the team. You know, just. Uh, I don't know, just I don't think that's a problem.
8: I think it's uh, self-inflicted. A very dejected Jeremy Mayfield.
2: It's no secret that uh, that team has had some ups and downs this year and all is not well at present with Jeremy Mayfield and and the team has just had more than their share of finishes that uh, a team of that capability and personnel and sponsorship should have had a whole lot better finishes this year, not blaming anybody one way or another, but it certainly hasn't worked. After this round of pit stops, Matt kenseth uh, I don't believe he's been on pit road. I don't have him down on my sheet Yet no. He is showing as a leader. Kurt Busch is second. Dave Blaney would be third. Jeff Burton fourth. Kevin LePage fifth. Robert Presley sixth. Michael Waltrip would be seventh. And then Kenny Schrader. Those are the cars that have not pitted. Kenny is eighth. Of the cars that did pit a moment ago, Rusty Wallace is ninth, and then Jeff Gordon is 10th.
1: Kenseth was a lap off the pace early in the race here this afternoon. Raced back uh, after a caution flag to beat Ricky Rudd to get back on the tail end of the lead lap, and so he's a little bit off sequence with everybody else as far as his pit stops. Right now his lead over second place, uh, Kurt Busch, is just about a full second. Actually, it's now Dave Blaney who has taken over the second spot. Let's take a look at the Napa leaderboard here at lap 128 of the 267 and make up the total distance in today's race. Matt Kenseth is the race leader. He is the ninth different driver to lead today. Dave Blaney is second. Kurt Busch is third. Jeff Burton runs in fourth, and Kevin LePage is in fifth. Sixth is Robert Presley. Seventh is Michael Waltrip. Eighth is Ken Schrader. Ninth is Rusty Wallace. And running tenth is Jeff Gordon. Bill Elliott is 11th, 12th is Sterling Marlin, 13th is Kevin Harvick, Johnny Benson is 14th with Dale Earnhardt Jr. 15th, Jason Leffler is shown in 16th, 17th is Tony Stewart, Ricky Rudd is 18th, 19th is Bobby Lepotti, and 20th is Bobby Hamilton. 21st is Ryan Newman, 22nd Brett Bodine, 23rd is Jerry Nadeau, 24th is Mark Martin, 25th now is Dale Jarrett, he's not having a real happy day. 26th is Kenny Wallace, 27th is Joe Nemechek, Robbie Gordon runs in 28th, 29th is Mike Wallace, 30th is Elliot Sadler, 31st is Terry Labonte, Andy Houston is 32nd, those are the cars on the lead lap, Jimmy Spencer is one lap off the pace, he's in 33rd, Ricky Craven is 34th, Derek Cope is 35th, Buckshot Jones is 36th, out of the race Jeremy Mayfield, Stacey Compton, Hutt Strickland, Ward Burton, Todd Bodine, John Andretti, and Casey Atwood.
2: At the Kansas Speedway, Matt Kenseth continues to lead at lap 131. We'll be coming up on the halfway point here in just a moment at lap 134. MRN Radio bringing you coverage from this new speedway here this afternoon. Barney Hall and Joe Moore here in the tower. Out in the turns are Kurt Becker and Dan Hubbard as they work over there around the corner. I thought somebody was about to spin out going down the backstretch, heading into the turn over there for a moment ago. Jim Phillips is on pit road along with Winston Kelly. As they work their way down to the line, I guess I'm seeing things over in that corner, Dan Hubbard. Is somebody coming there just a minute ago with a lot of smoke out of that car?
8: I didn't see anything up here, although, uh, Barney, as you know, the infield is covered with motorhomes, and I will say there's some of the motorhomes are have a lot of barbecues going right now. And they're, they're up a lot of white smoke
1: to the inside of turn three. We could uh, take advantage of some of that right now. It's about lunchtime. Ricky Rudd had a pretty good battle going on for a few moments with Tony Stewart. But Ricky got away from Tony Stewart. And now there's a problem then on turn two. It's the car of Brett Bodine. His lap
9: machine has spun on the apron at the bottom of turns one and two. He did not make contact with anything or anyone else. Now
2: he has driven away.
8: And Barney, you were talking about some smoke. Now it is Bill Elliott. Serious smoke coming out of the rear of the Bill Elliott. Dodge as he negotiates turns three and four.
2: I kind of looked over there a minute ago at the front three and, and couldn't really tell where it was. Just saw a puff of smoke coming from that group of cars and it kicked sideways for just a second and Bill Elliott apparently has lost an engine. He is on the apron of the racetrack limping around the speedway and what a bad day for Bill Elliott after having a car that certainly could have won here.
1: He was a contender early on, led early in this year, first part of this event, but now right at the halfway mark of the Protection One 400, Bill Elliott's Dodge goes up in smoke and another chance maybe winning an NASCAR Winston Cup race goes away for Awesome Bill. Matt Kenseth looking good on the racetrack right now with his lead a half second. The margin between himself and Dave Blaney. Jeff Burton runs in third. Kevin LePage is fourth. And fifth is Robert Presley. Let's check that on pit road and see what's expected for Matt Kenseth. We told you he was a lap down early. Got on a different uh, pitting sequence than the other drivers. When would we expect him to have to make a stop, guys?
4: Well, he came in on lap 82 and his teammate Jeff Burton came in on lap 80. Both of them getting fueled. Jeff Burton made some adjustments in, but uh, Matt Kenseth, who, as you said, got back on the lead lap. So he should be able to go somewhere between lap 142 and maybe 150. So we expect both uh, Jeff Burton and Matt Kenseth to be in here in the next 12 to 15 laps as Bill Elliott limps his dodge down pit road to the attention of Mike Ford, Ray Everham, and the crew. Bill had radioed in, said he lost power, so
1: a bad day for Bill Elliott. They say where there's smoke, there's fire. In this case, where there's smoke, there's oil, and that's the reason for the caution flag coming out for the seventh time this afternoon. Oil up on the banking of turns three and four, bringing out the caution flag for the seventh time today in the running of the protection one, 400. Field works in turn number four, dropping down on the apron of the racetrack. Here they come to make pit stops and what bill will be lap 138. Matt Kenseth gives up the race lead along with Dave Blaney, the second-place car. Jeff Burton just behind him, rest of the field on the pit lane. Let's go to Winston Kelly.
4: Matt Kenseth still just a little bit tight. He's going to raise the track bar a half round. Pitt, just in front of him is Jeff Burton. They're loose in and tied off. Wholesale adjustments there, including down three rounds on the track bar. Air pressure adjustments all the way around. Johnny Benson on pit road. It's going to be a four-tire stop there. No, they're just going to put fuel in on. Only on Johnny Benson. He'll lead Dale Earnhardt Jr. off pit
0: road. Now to Jim Fellows. Jeff Gordon is in down here Kevin Harvick is in, Ricky Rudd is in Bobby Labonte in, Tony Stewart Jason Leffler, Mark Martin is in along with Rusty Wallace who went with two tires that time Jason Leffler stalled his car but he gets it fired and he goes back out onto the racetrack, now to Adam Alexander
5: Robert Presley made a four tire stop also two cans of 76 racing gasoline Kevin LePage was in for four tires and fuel and also making an extended pit stop, the Napa Chevrolet of Michael Waldrop, problems on the the right front for Michael. He also gets four tires and
1: 76 yeah. racing gasoline. But Rusty Wallace was the first off pit road. Everyone making uh, their pit stops here at lap number 139. Just past the halfway mark in the protection 1-400 after the caution flag came out because of oil that came from Bill Elliott's Dodge. It came down the pit lane. Winston Kelly, what was uh, the final analysis what happened there?
4: Well, it was just a motor problem. There's a lot of oil sitting down here on the pit lane that they're uh, putting the speedy dry over. So Something internal in the engine, and I'm sure Adam Alexander will get a thought from Bill Elliott, see if he has any more insight into it. But a motor gave way on Bill Elliott's Dodge.
2: You know, I, I was like everybody else when the season started. I felt like that uh, Bill Elliott would certainly win a race this year in that Dodge, and he still can before the season is over. But he's been in contention, what, a half a dozen times this year and have problems?
1: Been so close, and it's always been situations like this. He looked like he was going to be a dominating factor in the race, and then before it's all over with, something goes wrong. It's happened again for Bill Elliott. Dave Blaney led one lap. But coming off the pit lane, Rusty Wallace broke out in front, so he's back out in front of the event. Gives us, uh, let's see, that's uh, 14 lead changes among uh, 10 different drivers so far today.
5: Back downstairs. Bill Elliott crawling, crawling out of his machine, I should say. Bill, apparently the motor. Can
6: you tell us exactly what happened? I don't know. Just quit running. Uh, best race car I had all, all year, and, uh, you know, it's just a shame, but... Uh... We'll get them next week. A
5: lot of problems over in one and two this afternoon, Bill. Your analysis of the Kansas Speedway after running some competitive laps.
6: Well, my car was hooked up pretty good. You know, most of those guys had a hard time getting in, and it was a little bit kind of edgy getting in to turn one side by side, and that's what made the difference. Bill
5: Elliott, the classic veteran of the sport, had a good run going early this afternoon, but unfortunately problems for the Dodge.
2: And Elliott is in the garage and apparently through for the day. And Winston Kelly, I think it would be a fair assessment to say that these teams – thought the first round of practice here on thursday they felt pretty good about this racetrack and they had it sort of figured out but as they started the race today and the race has progressed we're seeing a lot of cars are just having a heck of a time getting getting hooked up to this racetrack well barney and it
4: uh, doesn't seem like there's a consistent problem some of the guys that have started out tight have gone to loose and some of them like we mentioned jeff burton who's had a problem with being a little bit loose into the corner and tied off so they haven't had a consistent problem. Unlike Dale Jarrett, they've been fighting a tight condition condition just absolutely all day long. They've been making adjustments. They just made a track bar adjustment there, raised it four more rounds. So that's almost a full inch that they raised the track bar on Dale Jarrett's car and put on four tires. So, uh, again, just a host of different situations here on Pit Road, Barney, that continue to chase the car, and just a few of them able to hit on it. Of course, one of those, uh, Rusty Wallace, and then Johnny Benson came out second that time. He's still been just a little bit tight, but they didn't take on anything but gas that time. So we'll look to see if Johnny Benson can get out in some of that clean air, so to speak, and run better.
1: Later on in today's broadcast, Barney and I will select the winner of the Raybestos Break of the Race Award. The driver who experiences the best brake during today's race will see a $500 donation awarded to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries that will be donated on his behalf. Raybestos Brakes are the official brakes of NASCAR. Still working under the caution flag, now the couple of cars coming down the pit lane. Stacy Compton is back in. Has not been a very good day for Stacy Compton. Here's Ricky Craven back in as well. Both those cars were involved in a crash at the drop of the green flag early here this afternoon that wreck took out the car of Casey Atwood. Back downstairs.
0: Let's uh, get a word here with Robbie Loomis, uh, Joe, and uh, Jeff Gordon's crew chief, and uh, see his analysis right now the first half of this race. So I get up on his toolbox. How about it? uh, Can you step it up this second half here and take this win?
7: Well, I tell you, you know, the guys are doing a great job in the pits. We just got to keep working on it. We've been off a little bit since the start. The car's getting better and better. You know, that was a real good run for us
5: right there. So, uh, It means a whole lot of difference when you're out front. You know, earlier we were a little too loose to be out front.
0: Now we're getting better and better. So it's uh, basically the same problem Ricky Rudd is having. You know, uh, Ricky's crew chief, Michael McSwain, said uh, his car was a little bit loose and should tighten up, and the same could happen for Jeff Gordon later on. That's his crew chief, Robbie Loomis.
2: Well, it really seems like, Joe, that even the guys that have led laps and been in the top five or six cars that's been at the front of the field for the better part of the afternoon, at one point or another, the car just simply was giving them problems in the turn.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of been the, the way we've uh, got the story. If uh, if it's not one thing, it's another. And typically today it's been something uh, going on in the corners of the racetrack where the car just would not turn properly. Here's Jason Leffler on pit road. Also, Jerry Nadeau is back in. Let's go back downstairs. Well, Mike Wallace has made an unscheduled pit stop. He came in. They looked at it. They thought it
5: was the clutch, and that is indeed the case. Once again, the pit sign is out. they bring him back down in and work on that machine. You can see some... Uh, uh, moisture on the pit stall, so obviously a problem, but it looks like it's the clutch for the nation's rent forward.
1: Kevin Hamlin is not with us today. Here's a crew chief for the uh, machine of uh, Kevin Harvick. Uh, Kevin's mother-in-law passed away in Michigan this past week. Todd Barrier, who serves as crew chief on the Bush Series team, the AC Delco Chevrolet for Kevin Harvick, is today doing duty on the Winston Cup side. Our thoughts and prayers with the family of Kevin Hamlin.
2: Working caution, and this is going to be a lengthy one because there was oil on the racetrack, and NASCAR has taken time to bring the blowers out on the racetrack and clean this racetrack from top to bottom before they put them back under green. We are at lap 144, just past the halfway point, which was at lap 134 some ten laps ago. Rusty Wallace is the leader when they get ready to go back to green here shortly. Johnny Benson second, Dale Earnhardt Jr. third, Jeff Gordon fourth, Bobby Labonte fifth, Kevin Harvick will restart sixth, along with Sterling Marlin seventh, Matt Kenseth eighth, Jeff Burton ninth, and Ryan Newman tenth.
1: There are smiles on the faces of a lot of people here at the new Kansas Speedway. It's a beautiful day and a great race. that's going. Going on, But no face has a bigger smile than that of Grant Lynch, the president of the Kansas Speedway and a Talladega Super Speedway. This uh, you guys have been working for for a long time. I remember the initial talks of building a racetrack out in Kansas. It's come a long ways. It's taken a long time, but man, it's been worth it.
7: It really has, Joe. And, you know, hats off to the unified government of Wyandotte County, Kansas City, Kansas, the state of Kansas. Governor Graves and his whole staff, Carol Morenovich, Mayor, uh, without their help in putting the partnership together, we couldn't have done it. Our staff out here has done an outstanding job. I'm so proud of them. And then all the help we got from our corporation in Daytona. You know, having the strength of our company behind this project is what made it work.
1: Talk about the early planning stages and coming up with the ideas of things like the fan walk that's here, some of the other things you've done that's so much different than what we've seen at other racetracks.
7: Well, they are, and they're, they're unique to Kansas, and I think what we got to do is we got to look at some of the newer racetracks that were being built, and we went out to other types of sports stadiums, baseball stadiums, you know, basketball arenas, and we looked at what was out there that entertained the fan. That's what we're in. We're in the entertainment business, and we think we've added that to Kansas. We think the look of the Kansas is clean with our grandstands under here with the big con columns and we're real proud of it you got to be racing uh, a, a lot of different venues
2: here besides the nascar people too i understand
7: yeah it's a multi-use facility you know we had the irl here we had arca here winston west and trucks so you know we can race a lot of different types of cars here it's a multi-use facility you know it's laid out for various you know we have bands in here in the infield and not race times and trucks Po and we've done some other things here Plans to add more seats, seeing that you've had a sellout here for the last two days. We don't have any plan to add next year. We're going to look and see how our renewals do. But certainly, you know, the way it's structured, we can just go right on around the turns, and we've got lots of room. You can we can build up to uh, over 150,000. You've got one thing here that I really
2: like, and if I were a race fan and had a motorhome, I'd be sitting over there in that back straightaway up there.
7: That's one of the best seats in the house right there. Uh, the motorhome terrace is an awesome view from over there of the racetrack, and you know we've got an awesome view here back over them, and when you can see the. Seat City, downtown kansas city and you know we're just proud to be out here in kansas and have all these fans out here in the midwest i think finally it's got a home
1: looks like the city has really uh, endeared themselves to you i've just uh, over the last few days we've been in town i'm hearing all the radio stations talking about the big nascar winston cup race it's in the newspapers and the television stations everybody has fallen in love with what you got going here
7: yeah they have i mean the media all forms of media out here is welcoming us with open arms as well as the fans have in the community and before i leave though i've got another racetrack coming up guys we're, getting so we're ready to get that there <laughs> we're gonna get to there you know talladega on october 21st that's uh two five six three six two race you know that is uh i guess i've been there longest it might be my first love it's the most competitive racetrack on the planet you know you just look up the guy in the front's in the lead A
1: lot of fun when we go to Talladega. That's going to be a big weekend coming up. What's the telephone number once again to buy tickets?
7: That's 256-362-RACE. We've got some great buys on tickets, so we encourage the fans to call us and come on down for a great weekend of racing. One of
1: the most exciting race weekends of the year. We're looking forward to going to Talladega. Grant, again, congratulations. You guys have done a super job here at Kansas Speedway.
7: Well, again, hats off to everybody that helped on the project. You don't do these things by yourself. You do it with a big team, and we've got a very strong team at International Speedway Corporation. Thanks a lot.
1: Grant Lynn president of Kansas Speedway and of Talladega Super Speedway, where the NASCAR Winston Cup Series runs the EA Sports 500 coming up on October the 21st.
2: Still working caution. They're about through with the cleanup. The uh, blowers are moving back off the racetrack. So certainly in another lap or so, I think we'll be going back to green. Let's get an update out in the corners over in turns one and two.
9: Yeah, this end of the racetrack, Barney, the uh, jet dryers and so on, and the rest of the safety personnel have been working up toward the top of the banking, blowing off some debris, and then down toward the bottom lane, heading onto the backstretch, taking care of that oil that was dumped earlier. looks like we're close to going back racing.
2: And Dan Hubbard. Dino over
8: here at turns three and four. NASCAR not taking any chances whatsoever. Bill Elliott really did drop a great deal of oil. There was a big, white plume of smoke coming out of the rear of that Dodge, so NASCAR wants to make absolutely sure this track is in the best racing condition it can be in. One
1: lap before we go back under the green flag. Green flag is waving once again over the protection one
8: here at the Kansas Speedway. Rusty Wallace shows the way onto the back stretch. Right to his left elbow is his brother Kenny Wallace, a lap machine down to the inside. Johnny Benson in the second spot, chasing down Rusty. Both of these cars working that high groove. Here's the lap machine as Rusty Wallace
2: pulls away. Second on back's having to work some of that lap traffic to stay with Rusty Wallace, and they won't be able to do it for the moment. Rusty gets a good jump off the corner. He is now five, six car lengths ahead. The outside groove kicks in as they go to turn one.
9: All of a sudden, Rusty breaking away from Johnny Benson, who rides in the second position, and there's lap traffic stacked up double wide in the form of Kenny Wallace and Dale Jarrett.
8: Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the third spot cannot get around the lap traffic. Jeff Gordon from the fourth position trying to take advantage. Robbie Gordon and Bobby Labonte right behind him. Here comes Gordon trying to make a challenge for
2: that third spot
8: on Dale Earnhardt Jr.
1: Dale Earnhardt Jr. just in front of Jeff Gordon. He's first got to clear the Penske Chevrolet, the lapped machine that Kenny Wallace is driving. As he tries to get by Kenny, here comes Jeff at him again. Here's Gordon now, angles the nose of his Chevrolet down to the
9: inside before he can occupy the lane. Earnhardt Jr. slams the door, coming back into the corner. Now they
8: hook up nose to tail. Danny Wallace may be a lap machine, but he's running on a pace with the front runners, making things very difficult for Dale Jr. and Jeff Gordon. Now finally they clear him down to the bottom of the racetrack. He turns three and third spot, but Jeff Gordon still chasing
2: him hard. Kenny gave him a little running room going off into the turn, and they're able to get by. Now can they chase down the leader, Rusty Wallace? Rusty puts more daylight on everyone else. Benson's the only car right now, right behind him. Earnhardt Jr. trying to gain a little ground. They go back to turn two. Here
9: comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. Up next, he has the lap car of Dale Jarrett, lying straight ahead on the back stretch.
2: Nose to tail,
8: third and fourth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. down the backstretch. Jeff Gordon filling up his mirrors. About four car lengths ahead of him would be the lap machine of Dale Jarrett. Could be a factor in this battle for third in a
0: couple of laps.
1: Working the inside lane off turn number four. Back into the tri here at the Kansas Speedway. No one changes positions as of yet. Further back, Matt Kenseth, who led early on. He's making some moves of his own, getting by slower traffic. Works down to the inside of Joe Nemechek, and he brings
8: Jeff Burton with him.
1: Here comes
9: Kenseth now. He's back in the eighth position. He... Works up toward the inside lane. Jeff Burton and Ryan Newman are also
8: down low. Ryan Newman trying to pick a dancing partner down the back stretch. Didn't know whether he should go with Jeff Burton or the Latin machine of Niemicek. Finally, he picks Jeff Burton. Everybody putting a couple of tires on the right line down to the bottom of the track. Burton maintains his spot.
2: Ryan Newman. Rusty Wallace is a little better than a half a second ahead of Johnny Benson. It's about 1 and 8, 10 seconds back to Earnhardt Jr. Jeff Gordon's almost a full two seconds behind in fourth place, and Bobby Labonte is almost three seconds behind. They go to turn two
8: coming off the corner and down the back stretch. It's still Dale Earnhardt Jr. nailing down the third spot again. They have not cleared the lap car of Dale Jarrett. For Jarrett could be a fly in the ointment. And Jeff Gordon riding in the fourth spot just waiting for his opportunity to take
1: away the third position. Jeff Gordon's being very patient, just waiting for the ripe opportunity to make the move by Dale Earnhardt Jr. And at this stage of the race, he can just kind of follow there and uh, hold his own wait for the opportunity to open up. There's 112 laps to go. Also, Jeff Gordon benefits from the fact
9: he's in no immediate danger of losing a position. It's some 10 car lengths to the next vehicle. That's the car of Kenny Wallace.
8: Here comes the move from that third position as Dale Jr. steps out of line to get around Dale Jarrett. Will Jarrett shut the door on Gordon? No. Jeff Gordon will not let him. He holds his ground down on the bottom side, but he's losing sight of Dale Jr.
2: If Gordon puts the car down to the bottom of the racetrack, that's the way to get it done. Coming off the corner, but Dale Jarrett races him at the start-finish line. Will stay with him as they go to turn number one. A little further back in the pack, some pretty good scrambling going on back there from Kevin Harvick, Sterling Marlin, and Matt Kenseth over in turn two. Here
9: comes Harvick off the corner. He has the sixth position right now. Sterling Marlin right at the seventh. A couple of cars behind him.
8: That would be Kurt Busch right in front of Sterling Marlin. I believe he's the lab machine. He is chasing Kevin Harvick into the corner. Harvick right now as a block in front of Sterling Marlin.
1: Here's Marlin now trying to make the move on Kurt Busch. Busch goes kind of wide off turn four. Inside lane is open up, and here's Sterling now making the move down to the inside, about four car lengths behind Kevin Harvick. But Sterling Marlin racing back into the corner. Again, he's in the seventh position. Clears the lap
9: car of Busch. Now tries to reel in Kevin Harvick in a battle for the sixth position.
8: This is the struggle for six, streaking down the backstretch. Harvick has it. Sterling Marlin wants it. They're only about a car length and a half as it come into turn three. Harvick. Looking very, very smooth as Sterling Marlin wiggles just a little bit. They exit off turn four, cleanly.
2: They both all hold their line this time out of the corner. Run single file back to the start-finish line and go off into one. 21 cars showing on the lead lap, and let's run you back through who they are. Rusty Wallace leads, Johnny Benson second, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is third, fourth is Jeff Gordon, fifth is Bobby Labonte, Kevin Harvick is sixth, Sterling Marlin is seventh, Matt Kenseth has done a great job today to get himself back up there in the top ten. He is eighth, Jeff Burton is ninth, Ryan Newman is tenth, Dave Blaney is eleventh, Ricky Rudd is twelfth, Mark Martin's thirteenth, Tony Stewart's fourteenth, Kevin LePage is fifteenth, Jason Leffler runs sixteenth, 17th is Robert Presley, then Jerry Nadeau would be 18th, 19th is Bobby Hamilton, 20th is Kenny Schrader, and 21st is Dale Jarrett.
1: let further down the Napa leaderboard. 22nd is Kenny Wallace. These cars are at least one lap down. Kurt Busch behind him in 23rd. Robbie Gordon is 24th. Terry Labonte is 25th. Joe Nemechek runs in 26th now. 27th is Andy Houston. 28th is Mike Wallace, 29th Elliott Sadler, and 30th is Ricky Craven. Brett Modine is in 31st, Jimmy Spencer 32nd, Derek Cope runs in 33rd. Out of the race, the cars of Michael Waltrip, Buckshot Jones has been in and out of the garage area, Bill Elliott, also Stacy Compton out of the race, Jerry Mayfield, Hut Strickland, Ward Burton, Todd Modine, all these cars out of the event, John Andretti and Casey Atwood also out of the race. 14 lead changes among 10 drivers so far today. We've had caution flags fly seven times in the first 160 laps. We have 107 to go in the protection one 400.
2: Field works back up in the turns three and four. Rusty Wallace, who was strong from the opening gun here this afternoon when they put him under green, worked his way up through the field, got up there and proved he was going to be a player real early. And now nobody's able to gain ground on him. In fact, everybody's lost ground. A moment ago, it was just about a half a second back to Johnny Benson in second place. Now. John dwindles all the way back to seven tenths of a second, and he's going to lose even more ground if Rusty keeps pounding the throttle as they go over to Turn Three.
8: Yeah, Rusty is on a tear right now. In fact, the top four cars are spread out quite a bit. The fifth spot is Bobby Labonte with Sterling Marlin closing. In fact, Sterling Marlin is also gaining ground. The he is really within sight now of Bobby Labonte is riding in the fifth position let's check in on pit road and
5: Michael Waltrip in the NASCAR garage at the Napa Chevrolet what happened
6: well it looks like a seal or something in the left front spindle has given way uh, we worked real hard on our car all day long and really felt like we were gaining on it on the lead lap and in good shape with the Napa auto parts Chevrolet but unfortunately we got to come in here and fix all this we've uh, if it wasn't for Daytona then uh, I don't know what we would do this year because that's the only two places we've been able to perform like we need to. This is a great team. DEI gives me great cars. We've just been having some trouble, but we're not giving up. We got got a few more races this year to get this thing heading the right direction. I really enjoy working with Slugger. He does a real good job for me. All the boys are pulling together good. So we're down, but we ain't out. Don't worry about us.
5: Not giving up on the season, not giving up today either. Michael Waltrip's crew working hard on the Napa Chevrolet to get him back out on the speedway.
1: And Michael probably wishes every race was run at Daytona. He won the Daytona 500 to finish second in the Pepsi 400 in July at the World Center of Racing. Other than that, not a lot of good things have happened. To Michael Waltrip. Rusty Wallace's lead is stabilized just about a full second over Johnny Benson. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is about a second and a half back. He's running along in the third spot. Jeff Gordon, two seconds back. He's in fourth. Bobby Labonte now runs in the fifth position. In the stage of the race here, Barney, 100 laps to go, actually 99 laps to go, where everyone's just kind of holding their own, this kind of uh, logging laps and getting to the stage of the race when maybe they will start making some moves obviously another pit stop at least one more will have to be taken before we get to the closing laps of this race.
2: I think everybody even in the on pit road and out in the race cars are thinking now what do we need to do to this race car the final 40 or 50 laps or whenever that last pit stop comes up because it, it has baffled a lot of teams today that's fairly obvious even the guys that have run at the front of the field like Rusty and Johnny Benson and Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Gordon and, and people like that have uh, had their share of problems today at a given point the cars kind of went away on them here at this racetrack so there's a lot going through everybody's mind as to what we need to do depending on how the last pit stop comes up whether it's a caution or whether it's under green and also when it comes down jimmy spencer is not having a good day jimmy had hoped to run well here we had a long conversation with him in the garage area yesterday and he had so many different things on his mind one of the things he was talking about was he said he was kind of really getting disappointed in some of his fellow drivers I guess is a way to put it. Talking about uh, the Goodyear tires. That was the problem most of the time on weekends and everybody was saying that the tire did this and the tire did that. Jimmy says to me Half the guys in here just make adjustments on the car that causes that.
7: I do, Barney. I really think it is. You know, like a lot of times we'll say, all right, we've bolted on another new set of Goodyears. And you say, well, they're off a little bit. Well, wait a minute. Why are they off? And, Barney, we've either changed the air pressure. We've either taken wedge out of the car. They, they've done something to the car. And we've learned to say, hey, wait a minute now. we, What we did is we did these things to help the car. So maybe the tires are varying within a tenth of a second of one another, but they're not, Barney, where some of these guys are so exaggerated, I just got a bad set of tires and that's what made me hit the wall. It's not true, Barney, it's not, no way, and it's a situation where I think they're looking for an excuse, I think they're looking to say, hey, I had a bad set of tires. Yeah, a bad set of tires today is a tenth of a second, Barney, and it doesn't relate to half a second or or a tire cutting out and knocking a wall down.
2: And the thoughts of Jimmy Spencer, and I guess a lot of guys that I talked to agreed with the same thing. They said sometimes we create our own problems in that department, and I'm sure they do.
1: Yeah, and to, to folks listening into our broadcast, they hear drivers a lot of times saying, yeah, we got a tire problem, these tires are the problem. Again, a lot of times there's more to it than what you hear when you just hear that statement, there's a tire problem. Rusty Wallace is the race leader. No problems for him right now. His lead has shrunk just a little. It's now seven-tenths of a second over Johnny Benson with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Running in third, Jeff Gordon fourth, and Bobby Labonte is fifth.
2: Well, it's quite obvious that everybody in this area has really gotten behind this project here, and they have come up with a great speedway, and the drivers and the crews and everybody, all the amenities that we talked about down for the teams and the fans And even our broadcast booth here, man, we got a view here that if you're sitting in a helicopter out over the infield, you couldn't see any better, could you?
1: Yeah, everybody likes what they have to work with. Talk to the the crews down there with the garage area, how nice it is for the race fans downstairs. They have amenities that we've not seen at any other racetrack. And like Grant Lynch said before, they they searched out not only other racetracks but other major sporting facilities to kind of find the very best of everything. They've implemented all of that into this racetrack and have done a tremendously good job. If you can, plan to come out and join us next year with the Western Cup Series once again comes to the Kansas Speedway. Well, Ricky Rudd has picked up a couple of positions in the last several laps. Let's give you a look at the Napa leaderboard here at lap 181. Rusty Wallace leads now by a half second over Johnny Benson. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is third. Jeff Gordon fourth. And Sterling Marlin is fifth. Bobby Labonte runs in the sixth spot now. Kevin Harvick is seventh. Matt Kenseth is eighth. Jeff Burton ninth. Ricky Rudd is up to tenth. Ryan Newman is running in the 11th spot now with Dave Blaney in twelfth. Mark Martin is 13th. Jerry Nadeau is 14th. 15th is Tony Stewart running in 16th is Kevin LePage. Jason Leffler is 17th. Ken Schrader is 18th. Robert Presley, 19th. And Bobby Hamilton runs in 20th. Kenny Wallace runs in 21st. Dale Jarrett is 22nd. Kurt Busch is 23rd. Robbie Gordon is 24th. Terry Labonte is 25th. For the eighth time today, the caution flag waves over the protection one 400. It happened in turn two. It was the car of Johnny Benson. He was riding in the second position,
9: Joe, and looked like he was very close to putting a challenge on for the lead to Rusty Wallace when all of a sudden... A big puff of smoke came out the back of Benson's machine. He dropped down to the apron. Dale Earnhardt Jr., who was third of the time, had to quickly change lanes from left to right to get around him. Apparently a mechanical problem for
1: the car of Johnny Benson. The Valvoline Pontiac has gone behind the wall
2: pace car on pit road. We're set to go racing again. Jerry Nadeau will lead him down to the line. Green flag is in the air. He's up through the transmission, shifts gears, and will get away from Rusty Wallace by two, three car lengths, and Rusty's going to have to really get with it to stay with him in turn one.
9: Rusty has to deal with his brother, Kenny Wallace, one of the lap cars down to the inside. Now he gets by him and comes charging through turn number two, trying to catch to Jerry Nadeau.
8: Jerry Nadeau continues to lead down the back stretch, but how long can he hold on to it as Rusty Wallace looks very aggressive from that second spot pulling to within one car link. Now a half car link. Now Rusty looks to the be outside three and four, but Nadeau is still the man off the corner.
1: Jerry Nadeau coming off a second place run last week at Dover Downs. Now leads here at Kansas Speedway by three car links over Rusty Wallace. Wallace starts looking for a way to get by. Here comes Wallace's Ford right up behind the Chevrolet of Nadeau. Gets
9: back in line. Thought about a move to the inside. Wallace did. Then he decided against it.
8: He's still in second. Barry Nadeau still in the top spot. Rusty Wallace in second. Jeff Gordon away back in third. Finally clears the lap car of Kenny Wallace. Then back to fourth is Dale Earnhardt Jr. who's also bogged down in slower traffic.
2: A couple the cars back there also trying to get out of some of that traffic and stay up with the front pack is Bobby Labonte and Ricky Trouble in
8: turn four is David Blaney. He just lost it all by himself. He was in that outer groove. Another car reacted. It is Michael Waltrip. He hits the wall hard to the outside of turn four. A two-car incident here at turn four.
2: Caution on the speedway. It comes out immediately as problems broke out up in turns three and four. Let's go back to turn three. Dave Blaney was going side by side with another machine, but really there was plenty of racing room. He
8: just flat lost at the car. Slid to the right. And Blaney popped the wall with the rear of his machine. Michael Waltrip came on the scene. It's not clear why he slipped. Maybe he slipped on some oil. But Waltrip was also racing by himself. Tried to slow the machine down. Was unsuccessful. And he also hit the wall to the outside of turn four.
1: Could have been a whole lot worse than it was. After Blaney hit the outside wall, he bounced off the wall. Back in front of oncoming traffic. Everybody scattered. And he was going around and around in circles as they all kind of scattered to get by. Yeah, Michael Waltrip came up there in the same area of turn number four. Possibly some oil dropped from uh, the spin by Dave Blaney. Waltrip also careened off the wall. Now he sits down on the grass uh, just off the edge of the racetrack off turn number four. And we see the caution coming out for the fourth time. I'm sorry, for the ninth time here today. We are going back under the green flag here at the Kansas Speedway. Nineteen cars still on the lead lap. Seventy-two to go. They're in turn one. Here comes Jerry Nadeau. He has the race lead, trying to break away from Rusty Wallace, who's back in second. Two car
9: lengths
8: separating the top two.
9: Then and third. The top three all. The on to the back.
8: We have yet to see if anybody has anything for Jerry Nadeau. Again, Rusty Wallace closes the gap as they come into turn three. Cuts it down to about half a car length. Jeff Gordon rising in the third spot. The fourth place machine, And Dale Earnhardt Jr. is still behind slower traffic.
2: Now, Jerry Nadeau took on fuel only. Did not take on tires. There's probably 40 laps or more on his tires than there are on everybody else that pitted. Can he hold off Rusty Wallace? Rusty and Jeff Gordon get closer in turn two.
9: Those two line up nose to tail. Right behind the race leader. Here's Rusty. Wallace looking to the inside
8: of Nadeau. A Chevy, a Ford and a Chevy occupy the top three spots. It's still Nadeau but Rusty Wallace looms large in his mirrors. Jeff Gordon still holds down the third spot. Dale Jr. about six car lengths back in the fourth position.
1: Check in with Adam Alexander at the Care Center.
5: And Michael Walter has made his way out of the infield Care Center. Michael Actually, talking to a couple of members of the uh, crew here, and we'll see if we can't grab a word with Michael in just a moment.
1: All right, Michael falling out of the event after glancing off the wall here several laps ago up in turn number four in an incident that also
8: involved the car of Dave Blaney. The race is for the second spot, halfway down the back straightaway. Rusty Wallace was being patient, trying to wait to take a shot at the lead. Now he takes a brief look down to the inside. He had a good run on Nadeau. Nadeau shuts the door ever so slightly, and now Navy washes up as they exit turn four.
2: Jerry doing everything he can to keep that car. To the bottom of the racetrack and protect the groove to keep Rusty from getting underneath him and moving around. we talked about Dave Blaney being that accident. Dave is able to continue. Michael Walker is out. The battle for the lead goes back to turn two. Jerry
9: Nadeau still has the lead, but here comes Rusty Wallace again. Still trying to find a way to get by.
8: It appears that Rusty Wallace is able to carry more speed into the corner into turn three, and that's where he really closes down the gap. And Nadeau able to hold his Chevrolet down on the bottom of the track and does it again, making things difficult for Rusty Wallace.
1: Bobby body just slipped out of the groove going through turn two. He was running in the fifth spot. He's lost about five positions, but now appears to be back up to speed. Back to Adam Alexander.
5: Yeah, Michael Waltrip uh, appeared to be okay. Michael, can you tell us what happened on the speedway? Um,
1: somebody spun out off the floor and
6: I, I just went and my hand up. Just roll out of it. Nothing drastic. at me. Derek evidently didn't know anything about it. He just clobbered me and uh, wrecked my car. Before that, you know, we talked, unfortunately, and I think this is my first ever double interview about one particular day. Just a little disappointing. Hopefully things
5: will start to go in the right direction for Michael Waltrip. As he said, a couple of bad circumstances here this afternoon. Yeah,
2: and as Michael said, uh, the Daytona 500 certainly was the low point of their career and the high point uh, winning the race down there and losing his car owner, Dale Earnhardt. Not a good day today here for Michael. Well, Rusty Wallace has done everything he can to get around Jerry Nadeau. He had a fender up there just a moment ago there in turn three. He still
8: hasn't figured out the Jerry Nadeau puzzle. Jerry Nadeau goes down low, goes up high. Now Wallace has got a good run off of turn four.
2: Rusty breaks to the inside,
1: pulls even with Nadeau, beats him to the line. Rusty Wallace takes over again on lap 201. Nadeau about to lose the second spot. There's more company in the form of Jeff Gordon. Off the end of the
9: front stretch, Gordon found the open lane. Thanks for Rusty Wallace. Move Wallace to the lead, and now Gordon takes over.
8: For second you got the impression that jeff gordon was just laying back in third you're going to watch what rusty wallace did And once Wallace dove by, so too did Jeff Gordon. So Jerry Nadeau down in the third spot. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has finally cleared the lap
2: traffic. Well, that was almost predictable that Jerry Nadeau having quite a few more laps on his tires, taking only fuel a moment ago to keep track position and gambling out there. But still, he's in a good position if that next round of pit stops comes under caution for everybody. He'll still be in the thick of things, although he's fallen back to third for the moment there in turn two.
9: Here come the leaders now back to the corner, all lining up behind Rusty Wallace.
2: Jeff Gordon making things very,
8: very close from the second spot. Only about a car link. Now making half a car link off the rear deck of Rusty Wallace. But Rusty not rattled, taking a nice even line all the way. To two, three and three. Rusty Wallace
1: leads Jeff Gordon, Jerry Nadeau, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Ricky Rudd. MRN Radio at the new Kansas Speedway this afternoon, bringing you live coverage of the 28th race of the year for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, the Protection 1-400. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore, Dan Hubbard, and Kurt Becker covering the action force in the turns this afternoon. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Adam Alexander are patrolling the pit lane. We have 63 laps to go. So far there's been 16 lead changes among 11 drivers. Here's the guys who have led at least one lap. Jason Leffler, Rusty Wallace, Bill Elliott, Jeff Gordon, Matt Kenseth has led for a while. Jerry Nadeau was up front. Ricky Rudd has led for a while this afternoon. Dale Earnhardt Jr. led for a while. Sterling Marlin, Kenny Wallace and Dave Blaney have all led at least one lap. Nine cautions for 48 laps so far today. Looking at the top ten, it's Rusty Wallace over Jeff Gordon. Jerry Nadeau third. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Fourth. Ricky Rudd is fifth. Sterling Marlin runs in sixth. Matt Kenseth seventh. Jeff Burton is eighth. Bobby Labonte is ninth. And tenth is Mark Martin. This mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than sixty drivers. Log on to MBNA.com. Or when you attend the Winston Cup or Bush Series race, make a stop by the familiar MBNA green booth and mention MRN for a second free gift just for applying.
2: Well, we kind of thought Tony Stewart would be a player as far as winning here this afternoon. Tony has been kind of hot and cold. A couple of runs, he's been able to stay up in the top ten, but right now he's dropped all the way back to fourteenth position and. Uh, a couple of cars have gotten around him here in the last few laps. Ryan Newman, one of those, to move around him just a few minutes ago. And Jim Phillips, if this thing does stay green, I guess you've had a chance to talk to some of the crew chiefs down there. What would they be looking at for that final pit stop?
0: I'm thinking about lap 250, Barney. Uh, the way I have it figured here, I've tried to figure about uh, 65, 66 laps on uh, a tank of fuel for these cars. And uh, if we had don't have a caution, so having to put the fuel window at about lap 250, And, uh, of course, that uh, could set up a good shootout here at the end. But uh, uh, we talked about Tony Stewart a minute ago. uh, uh, Pointed out, uh, when he came in on that last pit stop, I don't know who he had contact with, but he did ruffle up the left front fender. Now, how much that has affected his car, uh, I don't know, but he's not run nearly as good on this
2: particular run as he has before. Yeah, the car not working as well. Had a change just a moment ago in Ricky Rudd's position over in turn three. It
8: was Sterling Marlin who got to the inside of Ricky Rudd. Marlin is on the move. He passed a couple of lap cars. Worked on Ricky for about one lap and took the position away. Sterling Marlin now
1: rides in the fifth spot. Ricky Rudd falls back in sixth. Now Matt Kenseth in the seventh position closing in on Ricky Rudd. Jeff Gordon just seems poised to strike. He's within a car length or two of Rusty Wallace. Also the race for the sixth position is pretty good. Sterling Marlin got by Ricky Rudd a few laps ago. Now Matt Kenseth is within a car length of him in turn one. Here comes Kenseth now right down next to the white line.
9: Rudd slides up out of the racing groove, leaves the door open for Kinsuk, who's not quite close enough to make the pass off the corner.
8: Unfortunately, Ricky Rudd might be sliding the wrong way. He had the fifth spot, lost that to Sterling Marlin now is in danger of losing the sixth position to Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth chops it down now to only half a car
2: that's right on the rear deck lid of Ricky Rod. Ricky's car not working through either end of the racetrack in one or two or three and four like it has for the better part of the day since that last round of pit stops has been kicking up from the bottom and a couple of cars have been able to get around him. He had hoped to gain some points again and make it three straight weekends in a row that he'd at least picked up a few points on Jeff Gordon, but unfortunately, Ricky is riding sixth and Jeff Gordon is riding second, and Jeff doesn't appear to be having any problems at all with his car. Take a swing down through Pitt Road right now and uh, see what's happening down there. Jim Phillips. As a matter of fact, Barney, just talked to Robbie Loomis, and uh, he gave me the
0: old OK sign that Jeff OK. Of course, he fought that arrow push just a little bit, but he's very satisfied with his car. I talked to Robert Pemberton, Rusty Wallace's crew chief. He said the last run, the car was just about perfect, but he said we've got a long way to go. And we don't want to have to stop uh, like we have before in the past in blown races. We want this thing to go maybe with a green flag stop because his crew can make up a lot of spots. And a lot of these cars down here, uh, Tony Stewart's car is tightened up. It won't turn on either end of the racetrack. So
2: Tony's having to fight that wheel a lot this afternoon. Same for Ricky Rudd. That's a good point. There are several teams that would like to see this uh, last round of pit stops come under green because uh, they can really get the job done in a hurry. The teams that don't make stops that quick normally would certainly like to see it come under caution.
1: For Ricky Rudd, he certainly needs to make some adjustments there as it stands right now for the race into this moment. The deficit from first to second of the championship point standings is now back to 232. Let's check in with Winston Kelly.
4: Now with Tony Yuri Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s crew chief on the Budweiser Chevy. Tony, on that last run, the car seemed to get better the longer it went. Is this one getting better, too? Oh, yeah, it definitely gets better. Uh, they got a real
2: hard tire here uh, for the new asphalt. It takes the tire a little bit. You got to get the heat and the air pressure up on it to get it to bite. Seems like our car don't really run good until it gets
4: like 30 laps on the tire, so. Uh, Starting to come around a little bit now. We're getting beat down three and four a little bit, so he's changing his line around a little bit. trying to see if we can help out a little bit. Uh, It's hard to make up time when you get behind here, so hopefully we won't get too far back there before it comes in. That's Tony. You're the crew chief on the Budweiser Chevrolet, currently running in fourth, and they're just about to that 30-lap mark that he's talking about on this set of tires. Speaking about tires, Barney, we talked, uh, you did, with Jimmy Spencer earlier today about some of the guys talking about how the tires might match up. And what Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s crew did is go and get a set of tires from Michael Waltrip who a set of scuff tires, meaning that they have about three or four laps on them as opposed to stickers that still have the uh, new sticker on it that haven't been run. And they think that set of tires that the serial numbers match up closer to that last run that they had will match up better. So that's what they're saving for the next run. They got a set
2: from Michael Waltrip, their teammate, and hope that'll help them on the last run. And they feel like they know what they've got on the car. Scramble for the lead gets a little bit tighter over there in turns one and two and then up to three and four. Here they come off the corner. Rusty Wallace hangs on to the lead. Jeff Gordon is up there right behind him. And for the moment, Joe, you may may have hit the nail on the head a little bit earlier. He's just keeping him in sight, kind of looking to where his car might be strong, weak, or whatever. And knowing that he's got a good a car as Rusty and maybe he can win this thing.
1: Better believe he is checking out every move that Rusty Wallace is making. He'll get an eyeful this time as they hit the back straightaway and close in on
8: some slower traffic. Get around the car of Jeremy Mayfield down the bottom. Interesting thing happened a couple of laps ago with the front two cars. Rusty Wallace opened the door and opened it wide to the inside of turn three, almost allowing Jeff Gordon to take the lead if he wanted it. Jeff Gordon did not take the invitation. I don't know if that, I don't, really don't know what that means, but and strategies here at turns 3 and 4
1: they work their way back over into turns one and two. Let's check at the other end of pit road with Adam Alexander.
5: Well, Jerry Nadeau obviously having one of the great runs here this afternoon, Joe. Of course, he hit his backup car on the wall yesterday afternoon during happy hour. Got a few laps with a backup car. They had to start 43rd as a result and currently running into third position. I talked to crew chief Tony Furr just a few moments ago. He said they can get 64 laps on a load of fuel. They last pitted at lap 185, currently running into third position. They should be able to hang on to that spot and pit sometime right around lap 250 and of course get four fresh tires. They did not take on any tires when they pitted at lap 85 or 185.
2: 222 on the scoreboard right now. 45 laps remain here. Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Jerry Nadeau, Earnhardt Jr. and Sterling Marlin are the top five. The separation from first to second about three-tenths of a second back to Jeff Gordon. Jerry Nadeau is one and eight-tenths seconds behind the leader, Rusty Wallace, and Earnhardt Jr. has got a even further way to go. He's about two and three-tenths seconds behind him, but there is one more round of pit stops coming up, and that could change everything.
1: Yeah, well, he we, uh, really uh, will make a big difference here when we get to that last pit stop, and they make the adjustments which they've been taking in data all day seeing what the car is doing on long runs what it's doing on short runs making their decisions based on what they've seen waiting for this last stop which will determine the outcome of the race I was just looking through the top 20 here and pretty amazed to see Dave Blaney is still in the lead lap running in the 15th position after that hard hit off turn number four here back uh, around lap 190 he hit if you recall then Michael Waltrip hit just behind him off the wall Blaney spun around in front of oncoming traffic cut across the grass here on the inside of the racetrack. They brought the car down onto the pit road, made the changes they needed to, repaired what they could and now he's running along in the 15th position still a contender in this race today. Robert Presley having a good run still showing up in the 16th spot Bobby Hamilton has not had a whole lot to sing about today although he's still in the top 20 running in 17th. Let's give you a look at the Napa leaderboard here with 43 laps to go and again another round of pit stops coming up. Rusty Wallace leads by two tenths of a second just barely over Jeff Gordon Jerry Nadeau is now third. He's a full two seconds back. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fourth. Fifth is Sterling Marlin. Running at six is Matt Kenseth. Ricky Rudd is seventh. Jeff Burton is eighth. Bobby Labonte is ninth. And Mark Martin is tenth. Jason Leffler, we started on the Bud Pole today. He's now in 11th. 12th is Kevin Harvick. 13th is Ryan Newman. 14th is Tony Stewart. 15th is Dave Blaney. Robert Presley runs in 16th. Kevin LePage is 17th. Bobby Hamilton runs in the 18th spot. 19th is Kurt Busch. And 20th is Kenny Wallace. 21st is Terry Labonte. 22nd is Dale Jarrett. 23rd, Robbie Gordon. 24th is Mike Wallace. And 25th, Andy Houston. Caution flag is out again today. And again, it's in turn two. It's
9: the car of Dale Earnhardt Jr. He was running in the fourth. 4th position, came into turn number 2, shot up the 15 degree banking, slammed into the outside wall and slammed it hard with the right side of his car. He has come to rest at the exit of turn 2.
2: This will be the 10th time the yellow flag is waved on the field here at the New Kansas Speedway this afternoon. It will come out at lap 229 when Earnhardt Jr., who had a great run going here and shot to win this thing and make it 2 in a row, having won at Dover last weekend, is into the wall over in turn 2. An update over there. Yeah, well, he's
9: uh, probably small consolation to Dale Jr., but this has been a trouble spot all day long, and he is just the latest to experience difficulty on the turn two into the racetrack. Again, running in the top five at the time, shot up to the top of the racetrack and just slammed the wall hard with the right side of his Chevrolet. Right now, safety personnel are on the scene, tending to Dale Jr. and to his car.
1: Under caution for the 10th time today, the leaders are on pit road, now to pit road, brought to you by McDonald's Drive Through. Jim Tim
0: Phillips. Rusty Wallace was the first man on the pit lane, Joe Gasson. And- Goal for Rusty Wallace, 7.47 seconds, and he beats uh, Jeff Gordon off the pit lane. Also in the pits down here, we had Jason Leffler. Tony Stewart was in. Also uh, in the pits was uh, Kevin Harvey and Ricky Rudd. Now down to Winston Kelly. Jim,
4: a couple of gas and go stops here as well. Among those, Sterling Marlin and Matt Kenseth. Two-tire stop for Jeff Burton. Also on pit road, was that a Bobby Hamilton and Dave Blaney? So a couple of guys gambling down here. Gas only for two of them, Sterling Marlin, and Matt Kenseth now to Adam Alexander. Also some gambles on this end of pit road. Jasper Engines
5: machine of Robert Presley takes on no tires. Fewer only for that Ford. And Jerry Nadeau was in. We heard he didn't get four tires last time. Didn't get any tires last time. This time he takes
2: on right sides and fuel. Both machines good to go the distance. There was a real scramble to see who got back on the racetrack in the lead. It looked like Ricky Rudd came out And then Rusty really was uh, bearing down on him going off the road. We're waiting to see what the call is going to be on that. It's
1: going to be a penalty for Rusty Wallace. Too fast exiting, so it will be a stop and go penalty for Rusty Wallace. An opportunity to win may have gone out the window, although we still have 37 laps to go. And as we told you, only 18 cars are on the lead lap.
2: 233 on the board. Ricky Rudd leading the race as they get ready to go back to green. Mark Martin, the highest he's shown all day long, he is up in the number two position. As Joe told you, Sterling Marlin's had a real good car here today, and he has really got on top of the wheel, as they say in this business, to stay up there with a shot to win this thing. And a big call to Matt Kenseth. As we talked about, Matt has had a tough year, but today he's going to have a good finish if he doesn't get caught up in any problems. He is fourth on this restart.
1: Found his way back from being a lap down early on. Similar situation for Kurt Busch, who's battled from the rear of the field twice already today. Now he's trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap, but will fail in that attempt as Ricky Rudd beats him to the start-finish line. Ricky Rudd leads Mark Martin off into turn one. Ricky Rudd wasting no time,
9: scooting out in front of the field. Here's the lap car of Kurt Busch sliding into line behind him. And then second place, Mark Martin still wrestling with the lap car of Robbie Gordon.
8: Great restart for Ricky Rudd and the Haviland Ford team down the back stretch opening up over the second place of Mark Martin by about five car lengths, and it's back to third. And the Sterling Marlin machine they are definitely bogged down in the slower traffic as Ricky Rudd
2: runs away. Mark Martin and all the traffic behind him really getting stacked up back there. Some of the cars that are a lap down, not particularly giving way, and some of the cars that want to get back up there and win this thing, Jeff Gordon, notably one of those, caught up in heavy traffic over to turn two. He's caught
9: up,
8: first of all, behind the car of
9: Matt Kenseth, which rides along in third,
8: Kenseth in the third spot. Works to the inside of Robbie Gordon, who is a lap machine. Now Jeff Gordon also gets by Robbie Gordon. The next lap machine would be Dale
3: Jarrett. Jarrett hugging his UPS 4 down low
8: at the bottom of the earth third
1: spot up a turn four. Gordon dives down to the inside of Matt Kenseth easily. Flashes by him at the start-finish line. Further back, Ryan Newman rides in the sixth spot. He works his way around slower traffic
9: in one. Here comes Newman down to the inside. Going to try to open the lane to the inside of Robbie Gordon's left car. Here comes Terry Labade up the inside lane as well, right behind Newman.
0: Ryan Newman
8: in the sixth spot. His closest challenge would be Sterling Marlin, who rides in the seventh position, but Marlin is trying to get around Robbie Gordon and Terry Labonte. He encounters them through turns three and four, not helping his cause to catch Ryan Newman.
2: Rusty Wallace picked up a couple of spots. He's worked his way up into 13th, but he's got a short time to get back to the front of the field. Just 30 laps to go here. A little further back in the pack, Tony Stewart trying to make some moves. He stacks them three deep in turn one.
9: He's down to the inside lane of the racetrack. Joe Nemechek to the high side. Jeff getting
8: squeezed back in between them. And now Kevin Harvick stacks them three wide as well. Robert Presley is part of this mix. So too is Andy Houston. Here comes Rusty Wallace down the inside. Passing Robert Presley. And now challenging Jeff Burton. They are nose to tail through turn three the inside
1: of the track, Rusty Wallace trying to pick up some ground and trying to do it quickly, working off turn four. Here he comes back to the start-finish line, but now falls back in line. Let's get a word with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, he's come from the infield care center. Joe, you appear to be okay, Dale. Can you tell us what happened on the speedway?
3: Well, I think we blew right from the tire. I had a vibration about two laps before that, and I just told the guys I was getting ready to come in. Need about another half a lap to get around there, but uh, tough luck. We had a top five going, and... Uh, they had trouble, so it's going to beat us up in the points, but we'll come back. We've got plenty of races left
1: to stay in the top five. Tough break for Dale Earnhardt Jr. And another driver running in the top five is having problems over in turn two. He's got big problems. Matt Kenseth has come to a rest on the grassy
9: apron to the inside of turn two. The right front fender has been peeled away. The Front tire completely exposed. His car is sitting lifeless down to the inside of the racetrack. So apparently, obviously, major contact in some form for Matt Kenseth who when he came off the end of the front stretch had a battered front end on his Ford.
2: Caution on the speedway, the 11th time today on the racetrack now at lap 239. 23 laps to go as the pace car comes off turn number four, makes the hard left turn down on pit road, and Ricky Rudd has lap traffic down to the inside, a bunch of it in the form of Terry Labonte, the first car up there. We're under green as they race down to the line. Mark Martin hangs with him this time. Mark almost bumped him a little bit at the start-finish line on Ricky Rudd. They all shuffle off down to turn one. Here comes Ricky Rudd charging
9: back into the banking of turn number one, trying to shake free of Mark Martin, but he's not going to be able to do it. In fact, here comes Mark Martin
8: the wheel and side-by-side side down the back stretch. Mark Martin will try to take the lead here at Kansas Speedway, getting lots of drafting help from the third spot of Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon goes to the inside of the run, So Gordon gets down second.
1: Martin shows the way off turn four, but he's got company. Jeff Gordon is there working to the inside. Gordon makes a run at him at the start-finish line. Here comes Ricky Rudd behind
9: him. Rudd wants to get back in the fray as well. Jeff Gordon scoots out in front of the field. He's the new leader.
8: Rudd goes to second, bypassing Mark Martin. All of a sudden, Martin bites And third. Jeff Gordon trying to run away and hide down the back stretch. Opens up a lead of about three car lengths over the second spot of Ricky Rudd. Third is Mark Martin. Ryan Newman holds down the fourth position But Gordon now holds down the lead as they exit off third floor, headed back to right.
2: Jeff Gordon simply was not going to be denied. He made a little contact with a couple of cars to get up there, but it paid off. He is the leader right now by three car lengths. Ricky Rudd did some hard driving to get himself back up there in second. Don't count him out yet. They go back to turn two. Here's Ricky Rudd now.
9: Now it's trouble in turn number one. One car gets turned sideways and slides up part of the outside wall. Jarrett's car is the car that has slapped the wall in turn one. Bobby Hamilton has to jump on the brakes and dive down to the inside. But the machine of Dale Jarrett sits in the middle of the banking. A lot of damage to the back end.
2: Lap 247 is when the caution will be displayed as they work their way off turn number four. And back to the line, Dale Jarrett getting out of shape down in the corner. Terry Labonte will get his lap back on the leader. Let's go back to turn two. Not sure what started the
9: commotion, but all of a sudden, Dale Jarrett went to the top of the racetrack, backed it into the outside wall and in turn number two is where his brown and yellow Ford has come to arrest everyone else dodging by to the inside,
1: but again big problems here for Dale Jarrett Jeff Gordon is the leader under caution Ricky Rudd now is second, Mark Martin third Ryan Newman is running in fourth and Sterling Marlin is fifth with 19 to go. It's Gordon, Ricky Rudd, Mark Martin, Ryan Newman and Sterling Marlin, that's the front five as we get ready to go back under the green flag sixth is Kevin Harvick, seventh is Dave Blaney Rusty Wallace is eighth, Jerry Nadeau is ninth and tenth is Tony Stewart Robert Presley looking good in the 11th position. Kevin LePage in 12th. Jason Leffler is 13th. 14th is Jeff Burton and 15th is Kurt Busch. 16th is Terry Labonte. 17th is Bobby Hamilton. Those are the cars on the lead lap getting ready for the green flag.
2: Robbie Gordon will be the first car down inside the leader. Jeff Gordon a lap down. Green goes in the air and Gordon is gone. Ricky Rudd will try to stay with him. He gets away from Ricky by about a half a car length as they go to turn one. Here comes Jeff Gordon
9: into the corner now. Opens up by car length and a half on Ricky Rudd who manages to clear The lap
8: car of Robbie Gordon.
9: And then comes Mark Martin. He's sandwiched back in line
8: in the third. Only two cars cleared the lap traffic of Robbie Gordon. That would be Jeff Gordon in the top spot, Ricky Rudd in second. Mark Martin bogged down in the third position, hot on his bumper, is Ryan Newman in the fourth spot. Jeff Gordon and Ricky Rudd are tearing away. Rusty Wallace working the outside lane, trying to
1: storm back up to this field and become a contender for the win here this afternoon. Wallace crosses
2: the strike. Oh, we got it's trouble. Hard. Jason Leffler gets out of shape, coming off turn number four, spins around and slaps the wall just as he came down to the start-finish line, and caution comes back on the speedway immediately. Leffler looked like he might have got a little help just as he came off turn number four and swung into the front straightaway bounced off the outside wall, doesn't make contact with anybody else. It didn't appear he did anyway, and now the car has come to rest up against the wall here, down toward turn number one, and we're under caution for the 13th time today.
1: Here is Robbie Gordon racing Jeff Gordon across the line. He'll get back on the tail end of the lead lap. But the caution flag comes out and a wild scramble to get around that uh, spinning car of Jason Leffler coming off turn number four as he came down across the line after starting today on the Bud Pole in this event. We were talking earlier about the great day that he was having. It uh, all comes up a little bit short here, just shy of the finish of the race. Ten laps to go in the protection one 400.
2: Field up in turns three and four right now, led with a pace car, and I got a feeling this time they will indicate they will be one more lap around, and then they'll go back to green. Again, it's Jeff Gordon, who has had a strong car all day long, led a great portion of this thing. Ricky Rudd has led a great number of laps here. Ryan Newman has been up in the top ten off and on for the day. For the moment, he is up in third. Mark Martin will restart fourth, and Mark looked like, just before that caution came out over there, that he had about a stronger car as anybody out there. He took the lead for about a lap and a half or a couple of laps, and then kind of scooted up going down to turns one and two and lost it. And now the field gets the indication this time to go green next time around and settle it here. There will be six laps to go when they come back down here in just a few minutes. Rusty Wallace made a great comeback there. Rusty got penalized for running leaving the pits too quick. Put him all the way back to 15th. He's going to restart in fifth place. Sterling Marlin will restart sixth. Kevin Harvick's had a strong car. He is seventh. Dave Blaney, he has really had some breaks today and to be in the top ten at this stage of the race with just a few laps to go. An eighth, a credit to Blaney and his team. Robert Presley is going to have a good day. Robert will restart ninth and then Tony Stewart, 10th.
1: Ricky Rudd has been very strong at times today. Ryan Newman has been strong all day long, it seems like. Mark Martin led for a while, now finds himself in the fourth spot, and I think Rusty Wallace is probably the guy you got to look out for because the way he tore through the field after having started the longest line and worked his way back up to the top five within just like three or four laps, you know, he's got a very fast car. Sterling Marlin's back there. He could be a contender as well. This should be quite a thrilling finish, and just about everybody here at the Kansas Speedway are standing up now as the field works over into turn number three behind the safety car getting ready for what's going to be one memorable finish in this protection one 400 Jeff Gordon leads the way single file restart no lapped cars up front it's Gordon, Ricky Rudd, Ryan Newman, Mark Martin and Rusty Wallace that's the front five Just behind them, Sterling Marlin, Kevin Harvick, Dave Blaney, Robert Presley, and Tony Stewart. Here they come for the green flag.
2: Green flag goes in the air. Quick restart as they head down to turn number one. Front two cars jump out ahead of everybody as they go to the corner, Jeff Gordon and Ricky Rudd.
1: And stacking
9: them three wide. Here comes Sterling Marlin back in the sixth position. Manages to bypass Mark Martin. He's up to fifth. Here comes Marlin. He wants more. He's going out to fourth on the back. Stretch.
8: Down side by side with Rusty Wallace wheel to wheel. This would be the fight for the fourth position. Sterling Marlin trying to take the line of choice. No, Rusty will beat him in the corner. But off at the top is Jeff Gordon holding off a couple of fours as they exit off of turn four.
1: Gordon brings the field back down to the line. Ricky Rudd just behind him by two car lengths. Just a car length back to Ryan Newman who rides in third. Then
9: there's a gap of some eight car lengths back to Rusty Wallace. So Wallace, now that he has managed to fend
8: off the challenge of Sterling Marlin, tries to set to work to catch up to the top three. Ricky Rudd slides off just a little bit as he comes off of turn two, giving Ryan Newman the good look to the inside, and Newman will take away the second spot here at Kansas. So now Ryan Newman sets his sights on
2: the leader, Jeff Gordon. Ryan Newman didn't hesitate a moment when Ricky Rudd kicked up just a little bit off turn number two. He simply drove underneath him and now has grabbed second place away as they swing across the line and go back into turn number one. Ricky is back in third place, and Rusty Wallace is on the move from fourth. Here
9: comes Rusty now diving down into the corner. Further ahead, here's Ryan Newman. Now, He's up to
8: second. He's trying to catch Jeff Gordon. Top five cars have broken away from the rest of the field, and they are evenly spaced. Jeff Gordon in the top position. Ryan Newman now starts to close the gap from second. It's Ricky Rudd in third. Russell Wallace in fourth. Sterling Marlin very there. fifth. Further back, Kevin
1: Harvick kicks up off the bottom groove, coming through turns three and four, loses a spot. Mark Martin gets by him. Also, Robert Presley makes a move down to the inside of Kevin Harvick. Here's Tony Stewart as well, sliding by in turn one. Robert Presley goes to seventh. Tony Stewart taking over the
9: Spot all moving by to the inside of Kevin Harvick, who continues to backslide. Kurt Busch, also bypassing
8: him. No changes in the top five. We continue to watch that battle between Robert Presley and Tony Stewart as Stewart has gotten around Kurt Busch and now tries to put the pressure on Presley. Presley looks very strong in that Jasper Ford,
2: as he catches off the corner. At the front of the field, it is Jeff Gordon, Ryan Newman. They work out a turn number four, head back to turn number one. Does Ryan Newman have the car and the experience maybe to pull it off? They go back to two. Here
9: comes Newman's blue and white Ford right down to the bottom side of the racetrack, but Jeff Gordon has him at least for now by three
8: car lengths. You get the impression that Jeff Gordon is pushing it just a little bit, trying to stretch his advantage over Ryan Newman, and he does so now by only two car lengths in turn three. Ricky Rudd has his hands full from the third spot. Rusty Wallace down low.
2: Rusty doing everything he can. White flag comes out for the the leader this time, Jeff Gordon. He has an advantage of three car lengths on Ryan Newman, a bigger advantage than that on the rest of the field. They go to turn two. Ricky Rudd
9: managing to hang on to third for now. Rusty Wallace takes another shot at him, but the leader, Jeff
8: Gordon, is on the backstretch. Final time down the backstretch and into turn three. It looks like Jeff Gordon is headed for victory. He has a lead of about three car lengths over the second spot of Ryan Newman. Battle for third is wheel to wheel between Rusty Wallace and Ricky Rudd.
1: Rusty Wallace, Ricky Rudd, Sterling Marlin going at it as Jeff Gordon comes to the line and wins. The protection One 400. Best career finish, a second for Ryan Newman. And at the line, it is Ricky Rudd hanging on to third. Rusty Wallace gets fourth. Fifth is Sterling Marlin. Rest of the front ten are Mark Martin in sixth, Robert Presley in seventh, Tony Stewart eighth, Kurt Busch ninth, and Dave Blaney tenth to pit road.
0: Let's get a word from Bill Carl to Rick Hendrick. Rick, seems like the cream always rises to the top at the right time. Man, what a day.
6: It's... Uh, <laughs> A lot of, lot of fast cars out there, but uh, he, did, he drove a good
0: race, had a good car, and i uh, just glad it's over. Car owner Rick Hendrick and his team go to Victory Lane with Jeff Gordon.
1: Jeff Gordon drives into victory lane here at the Kansas Speedway. Maybe another tradition born instead of the burnout we've seen recently on the racetrack. He pulled down on the grass, spun around on the grass, no smoke, probably not as hard on the race car, and he's able to drive it into victory lane here at the Kansas Speedway. Ryan Newman comes home in the second spot up till this weekend, up till today. His best career finish was a fifth at the first Michigan this year. He comes in second. That is Ryan Newman, Ricky Rudd third, Rusty Wallace fourth, and Sterling Marlin finishes in the fifth position let's go to victory lane
0: well a lot of uh, handshakes uh, hugs and uh, going on down here jeff gordon were you concerned really that you couldn't get by the first two when you said sitting third there with a few laps to go on that lap lap not the last restart but the last restart before that
3: oh yeah i was concerned because uh just before that when we took off rudd really was in clean air and just took off and i said man we made the wrong or i made the wrong decision because i told these guys we needed two tires robbie wanted to go with none and uh luckily that caution came out uh that pretty much saved us because rudd got loose or got wide uh, in the first turn and and uh, mark martin got underneath him and i just followed him and then i got underneath mark it was a heck of a race we were having a lot of fun out there and just want to thank god and uh and and dupont and everybody uh on this race team that makes this possible pepsi Fritos, uh, Quaker State, GMAC, Delphi. It was just a, a great, great day for us. We hope that all the uh, Kansas City fans enjoy that one today.
0: Did Bark Big in front of you help you make that pass easier?
3: Well, he helped me make the pass on Rudd, yeah, because he got Rudd wide off of two, and I just followed kind of pushed him a little bit, and I I think I was on him so hard getting into three that he probably got in there a little hot, and he tried to protect the bottom, but I think our two tires were finally starting to come in there, and uh, I turned and got underneath him. It was pretty wild crossing the start-finish line. Uh, I didn't want to get into Mark. Uh, I love racing him, but I didn't want to spin him, and and, uh, we were pretty tight there, and I had to get down the apron, but made the pass, and then I saw Rudd come through there, and man, he was closing right in on me, so uh, that last restart, I didn't know what was going to happen. Then I saw Newman... uh, get by run and I said oh boy here we go again you know just it's never ending till that last lap but my car was really good right there at the end we're really happy we did what we did.
0: Earlier in the race I listened to you a lot you weren't really cons- uh, too far off base the entire race didn't seem like.
3: Well we were pretty tight early uh, boy Bill Elliott sure was strong his car would just turn up off a four and just shoot down the straightaways And uh, Rusty, uh, you know, once he got out front, that power down the straightaway held held him the lead. But um, I tell you what, those last adjustments that Robbie and these guys made, I just can't say enough for this crew and this team. They're so incredible. Great pit stops all day. And, you know, this is the type of team effort that's gotten us where we're at right now, and we just can't wait for the remaining races. But great call, uh, you know, by, by Robbie all day and the adjustments, and the car just got better and better as the race went on.
0: And what he means by that is a run for another championship. That's Jeff Gordon. He wins the first race here at Kansas.
2: Let's take a look at the rundown. Jeff Gordon wins his sixth Winston Cup race of the season. Ryan Newman finished second. Ricky Rudd ran third. Rusty Wallace is fourth. Sterling Marlin finished fifth. Six went to Mark Martin. Robert Presley was seventh. Tony Stewart was eighth. Kurt Busch finished ninth. And Dave Blaney, tenth. Eleventh will go to Jeff Burton. Jerry Nadeau was twelfth. Kevin LePage was thirteenth. Robbie Gordon, fourteenth. And Bobby Hamilton, fifteenth. 16th will go to Kevin Harvick. Kenny Wallace finished 17th. Andy Houston was 18th. Mike Wallace, 19th. Joe Nemechek was 20th. Ricky Craven comes home 21st. Jimmy Spencer, 22nd. 23rd to Elliott Sadler. 24th to Derek Cope. And 25th to Brett Bodine.
1: 26th today was Ken Schrader. 27th, Terry Labonte. Jason Leffler finished 28th after starting on the Bud Pole. Bobby Labonte was 29th. And Dale Jarrett was 30th. 31st, Buckshot Jones. 32nd was Matt Kenseth. 33rd, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Stacy Compton finished 34th. And Strick was 35th. Jeremy Mayfield came in 36th with Johnny Benson in 37th. Michael Waltrip, 38th. John Andretti, 39th. Bill Elliott was 40th. 41st was Ward Burton. Todd Bodine was 42nd. And Casey Atwood finished in the 43rd position. The Winston Cup Series moves on to the Lowe's Motor Speedway next week for the UAW GM 500. That'll be at the Lowe's Motor Speedway in Charlotte, North Carolina. MRN Radio goes to the Texas Motor Speedway to bring you the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series in the Silverado 350. We'll We'll pick up the Winston Cup series the following week at Martinsville, Virginia for the running of the Old Dominion 500. Voices you heard on our broadcast today, Kurt Becker and Dan Hubbard covering the action force on the back straightaway and up in the turns. Along the pit lane, it was Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Adam Alexander. Scoring today was done by Tiffany Ricardo. Our spotter was Steve Parker. Our broadcast engineer, Larry Sweeney. Robbie Matrani was our satellite engineer. Our production assistants, Ryan Horn, David Brandt, and Kay Penchbeck. Well, he's done it again Again, he's won at a racetrack in an inaugural event. It's the third time it's happened. It happened in Indianapolis. It happened in California. And it happens today here at the Kansas Speedway. Jeff Gordon wins for the sixth time this year. For Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. So long from the Kansas Speedway.
0: Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.